Show Podcast, baby! If it bleeds, we can kill it. Except for the cast of the new Predator. Sadly, they're all still alive. My name's Andy. With me, as always, bleeding once a month, Muller. (laughs) (laughs) There's something out there waiting for us, and it ain't no Muller. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. And joining us today... The next words out of your mouth better be in a silly accent. Dave. Hello, dear. Hi, dear. I'm Dave over there. <laughs> Excellent. Also joining us, the CIA's got him pushing too many pencils up his ass. <laughs> Richard. I don't know where you keep your pencils, but it's nature's pocket. Yeah, it's a perfect place to store stuff, especially stuff shaped like, you know, pencil. I Only the pen- sharpest pencils pencil. for me. I always work out my poops with a pencil. Um, so another classic, uh, Richard story, as I tend to tell, though I, the more you show up, I might have to stop doing these. Uh, this has been a long time fan request of this story from a, <laughs> a, a fellow friend. Um, long time ago back in the day. This is another classic poor Richard story before he, when he had no money and was willing to do sick, deprived things for so good. insignificant amounts of cash. Poor little Richard. Meant meant a lot to do we need a theme song for this segment? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of the Charlie Brown song. It's like a, what type of game, famous game show music is there of lots of money? Oh, I don't know. What type I of Price is right. Lots of price is uh, no, wrong, there's no money which, involved there. The Price is Richard. The Price is Richard. <laughs> Welcome to The Price is Richard. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, so my brother would always, always capitalize uh, on, again, the, <laughs> the absurd things you were doing for, willing to do for insignificant amounts of cash. Um, I don't remember what it was. I'm sure it was a $5 for a 40 ounce of Colt 45. I called it turning tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this must have been in the dead of winter. It was snowy outside, and uh, our buddy's neighbor uh, had this huge snowman. Like it was like a seven foot, eight foot tall snowman. It was. Massive. I'm going to assume it was our buddy's neighbor's children. Yeah, well, whatever. That's still a neighbor. Anyway, um, they had this giant snowman. People. I don't know how my brother, or possibly my buddy, listening now, um, <laughs> came up with this, or who, or which one of them came up with it. But it's they had my the idea. idea Probably my For idea. you to take off all of your clothes, all of your clothes, <laughs> yeah. run across from his house to the neighbor's yard, the front yard, by the way, uh, and hump the snowman. I don't yeah. remember. I humped it until its head fell off. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Beer. <laughs> yeah. For beer. Yeah. Chugged that beer. I got the beer before. I, then, I'm no dummy. That, got the beer first. That made it easier. <laughs> Probably helped him. Yeah, what do you think? I'm well? an idiot? Yeah. Did you drink it before you did it? I pounded it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Liquid yeah. courage. That helps. Yeah, and the snowman was destroyed or yep. decapitated, whatever, yeah. and they put it back together the next day. Same thing happened to my first girlfriend. Little, <laughs> little, little did they know that that snowman had been raped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they put the head back on and they iced it on this time. They knew somebody was yeah, coming I was, around. I was curious if they knew it got yeah. sexed to death. Yeah, they iced it back on. and No and, idea. Yeah. There were little Richard holes in it. Oh, God. <laughs> We got a lot of amazing stuff to cover today, so we're going to do something a little bit different and jump straight into our most hated movie ever of the week. Of the week. 
yes. House of Ink. Uh, there we go. <laughs> the Predator. The Predator. Not to be confused with no, Predator. No, no, no. We don't need to worry about Predators. any of that. I got it. Or to catch a Predator. I was in the wrong movie. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, like, I'm going to get some of the synopsis out of the way here so that we can, uh, for all the people who are listening who haven't seen it, can actually understand. Uh, I always want people to not have to see the movie so that they can just oh, listen God. in. Yeah, they don't definitely not, don't fuck. want people to see this. Waste of my money. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to have to see don't the Predator. So, uh, so I'm trying. I'm going to be, be putting more of an effort to make this as clear as I can. So, okay, on the fictional island of Valverde, the most hulking men you've ever seen on the face of the planet are called in to take out an enemy guerrilla camp. Their muscles are bigger than 20-foot pythons. Their confidence is higher than an African's high jump record. Their attitudes are as bad as can be. They take out the gorilla camp as if they're blowing snot from their noses in their morning acid hot water shower. They dust their hands from a job well done with a thousand to one kill ratio and head on home. As they head on home to get laid 500 times a month, <laughs> a mysterious metaphorical force in the jungle starts killing these burly killing machines one by one. Mankind's elite forces, the best of the best, the strongest of the strongest, the top of the food chain, the greatest hunters in the world, now become the hunted. Now that's an interesting premise. Ah, cr wait, I got the wrong synopsis here. Ah, sh shit. Yeah, did you that, know you were doing that? This I was is, like, wait a minute. This is from, I, You should see that movie. <laughs> you, this is for Predator 1987, yeah. not The Predator oh, from 2018. One second, let me find this synopsis. Yeah, I'll find just, us uh, this great synopsis on the next here. one here. Yeah, uh, ruffle, ruffle, ruffle. Uh, let's get through my shuffle, Rolodex. Shuffle, uh, with all my synopsis here, I got uh, about a thousand synopsis for movies printed out. Um, okay, here we go. Okay. The year this is this is the new the, the 2018 predator. The, the year predator. is yeah is 2018, and through an epic space battle in space, an alien predator hauling stolen space cargo crash lands on Earth. Our protagonist Mac finds the wreckage and immediately mails a bunch of space gear to his retarded 12-year-old son because he's a fucking retard, <laughs> and then. The government sends Mac to a mental institute because they got to protect all their government secrets. But then their mental institute's in Area 51 where they're keeping the Predator locked up. And then the crash-landed Predator breaks down because they didn't have very strong restraints in Area 51. You know, the place that's meant to house aliens. And then Mac and his friends use the commotion to break out and go find his retarded son. But on the way... Uh, a giant extra predatory predator kills the smaller good guy predator. Now he's a good, uh, he's a good guy now, and now they got a big predator, uh, big predator, and big predator dogs to help them hunters and not predators. These are not symbolic beings. These are just aliens, and they're here to have an adventure with all the guys. But then. Uh, 
the Area 51 guy steals Mac's son because they figure out he's actually like a Dennis Hoffman Rain Man <laughs> retarded son. And uh, he knows how to get into the crash-landed alien ship with his retard powers, which he does. And then uh, Mac comes to save him, and he's got and there's a big shootout uh, with the Area 51 men, and only to f- they find out that the Predator is actually part of the shootout too. Oh no, not not the Predator! He's gonna get us! And then the Predator takes off his alien ship uh, with the alien ship, and then Mac and his friends jump on the ship from a cliff, and they fall down a cliff, and they seem fine. And then Mac gets inside the ship, and he crashes it. And then he fights the Predator, and he uses the supreme skill to kill the Predator uh, called getting your friends to shoot it when the Predator is not looking. Finally, humanity prevails in this literary epic. Yay. What a beautiful metaphor that the Predator plays. He's a great metaphor for a villain that drives the story forward. That was quite the synopsis. I'm not, a, I'm not sure you nailed you the word synopsis. You narrow the synopsis <laughs> anyway, down. It was, so very short it was just as confusing so as the actual movie. <laughs> as you can tell, the new Predator is much better than the old Predator. You know, there's so many more things happen in this oh, movie. Stupid Arnold. There's That's so many things that happen. Nearly blasphemy. This and, movie sucked. And then this happens. And then this happens. These. It's like listening to a child tell you a story. And then this happens. Mm-hmm. And then... This happened. It was really bad. These it was so bad. Fucking movie franchise titles. There's like where it's <laughs> you had the original, which is called Predator, and then there was Predator Two. Okay, that's that's perfect. You're doing everything exactly right. And then after that, it's like Predators, and then there which they we, were going for the alien aliens. Yeah, thing. which is another horseshit thing. Yeah. But there's more of them. Uh, yeah, and it's. I hate it so much. Just call it Predator 1, 2, 3, and 4, because now we have Predator 1 and 2, and then we have Predators, and now we have The Predator. Ugh. And when you're talking about it, it's like, yeah, I was watching The Predator last night, and everyone's like, oh, man, lucky you. No, you got the wrong one. I'm talking about the one from 1980. So it's like, you got to clarify when it should have. It could have just been like Predator 2, Predator 3, like whatever. Like RoboCop 1, RoboCop 2. RoboCop yeah. 3. Well, RoboCop 2 is actually kind of brilliant because there is an actual RoboCop 2 in the movie. Because like, oh. the second like, RoboCop, they call RoboCop 2. Hmm. Like the, 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 robo, the robot in the second movie, they call RoboCop 2. Oh, nice. But yeah, uh, the Alien franchise was the same thing. They did Alien, then Aliens, then Alien 3. They just decide to introduce the number at the end and then back to Alien Resurrections. Like, just, just throw the fucking number in there. Rambo's almost worse. Because uh, he had first blood, which wasn't it, first, the first one was never called Rambo. Yeah. But then the second one they called Rambo First Blood Part Two. Why do they do this? Because and then the Terminator, third one Terminator just, they did this. The third T2. one's just called Rambo Three. So well, it's yeah. a complete <laughs> clusterfuck. I want to yeah. see Rambos. <laughs> has there the been the a movie series that has stuck with the the one two three four thing? Uh, Saw. Oh. Yeah, so no, the new one's called Jigsaw. Ah, damn. Yeah, they always come back and they, it'll just be called Rambo, or, which is what they did with Rambo. The Saws. The Rambo. Yeah. Term, Terminator was Terminator, Terminator 2, Terminator 3, then like Salvation, then Genesis. The point is stay the fuck away from this yeah. new movie. Don't watch it. Stay away. I mean, it was pretty entertaining despite uh. being a huge mess. Like, it was a fun. Oh, yeah. Like, it was fun. Like, when we saw that Happy Time Murders last week, 
like that was not a fun experience to like sit and make no, fun of that, and laugh that, at. That, it was that, just that was, horrid. That was making this a job. Like this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah this, this was actually fun to sit the, in the theater and like This is not like, fun for me. Fun like you're, you're messed up in the head. So you have no problem in a theater just being like. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> and I, and I, I try to be quiet, which all I wanted to do is be like, "What the fuck is this horse shit?" Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but the the couple in front of us just moved way down the <laughs> aisle, they? like moved away from you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Whispering to each other. This movie had some fun moments, though. I, I caught myself like being like, "Wait, what?" But then other times being like. That's, a, that's pretty well, awesome. I'm okay oh. with... I'm, I'm all for being respectful in the theater, except for when it comes to movies like this, which mm. are not respectful mm. to the rest of the film franchise. Like, screw, <laughs> screw this movie. Yeah, it's not Nobody's enjoying it anyway. So, I mean, I think that it's very hard to even slightly discuss what's wrong with the new Predator without talking about the original Predator. So I've... Well, I've had a stellar week of Predator this week. I went from <laughs> earlier in this week not really having many memories of it. I think we watched it a few years ago, and I remember basically nothing from it. And then we ended up watching ridiculous. it. We ended up watching it four days ago, and then we watched it again last night after seeing it. And <laughs> I've had Predator running through my head. I, I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos of just watching more videos of them machine gunning the forest and machine gunning these Vietnamese type people <laughs> or whatever they are, and. Uh, it was such a delight, this, this movie about these... Like, I remember telling somebody who was not at all interested in Predator, and I said, yeah, it's about these hulking dudes, uh, you know, best of the best, but then the Predator starts hunting them, and, it's, and he's like, oh, that's an interesting premise. It's immediately and obviously interesting, and then there's none of the, the interest is, is in the new one at all. It's also... So, yeah. the original Predator, I... Uh, um, I, I'm ready to add it to my list of uh, perfect movies. Like I think it's absolutely like, the only, only slight negatives I, I could have about it is that some of like the the CGI effects, like his vision and the mm -hmm. the invisible, his cloaking, infrared vision, a little dated. But I, I, I'm still gonna consider uh, Predator perfect, uh, the, the original Predator perfect. Uh, just because those things don't take away from it, you don't feel like it's making the movie worse. It's just yeah, those things are a bit, uh, bit dated. Yeah, so. I think I think one of the things that you pointed out that like really makes it different from all the other predators is the establish uh, establishment of the the significance of these like these dudes, these military men, oh, which yes. they didn't do in the new movie. They didn't do in Predators. They well, didn't why would do they establish? What as significance is there to establish? They're well, just a bunch of scrawny idiot like loony yeah. guys. So well, so he was he was sniping in the beginning and he shot one guy in the head. That was it. That was his establishment. And then this, she starts listing off some record of yeah, his he, ability. I, by the way, the way they establish so the main character in the new one, Mac, he's. Uh, he's yeah, like you said, he's a sniper. So the way they establish that he's a really good sniper is there's a guy out in the open, like 400 meters from him, which is not that far for a sniper, I don't think. And uh, he's like, "Yep, there's uh, no wind at all, so this will be a really easy shot." And then he takes the shot, and it's like, yeah. "Shouldn't it have been like a really far shot?" And he shoots like three guys, and there's like a ton of wind, so he's I, I have you know, calibrating because the, there was an exchange of a hostage, and there was like. Four other guys he left alive. It sounds like they're just trying to establish that this guy gets a lot of lucky breaks given to him. <laughs> like, it really doesn't... I don't know what it was trying to tell us. I found that, uh, besides nonsense like that, that 
the director hated me or just thought I was a fucking idiot. Uh, Andy, I know you you'll, noticed you'll this. Find, you'll he find told me so. You'll find that most blockbuster. So it, 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 the ship at the beginning, you know, the ship gets shot down. Uh, the predator the starts predator going towards. Yeah, there's one of them. It starts crash landing uh, towards the earth and uh, it's daytime. And the ship is crashing, and then it cuts to this sniper guy, and I think it's dusk and uh, dawn. Dusk? No, it's got to be two a.m. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's dark out. It's, like, it's dark fully out. Dark out. And it crashes. And it's, what the fuck just happened there? Like how the many ships, ships just crashed? For like I actually thought it was the second ship. Hours. I was like, oh, the second ship is crashing now because the first one looked like it was going to crash in the lake. Well, the kind of the funny yeah. thing about that is that they have this predator ship crashing in the daytime. But there's no reason. It could have just been crashing at night. Like there was no. It was the little. It was like the first. It's just a continuity continuity problem. It was the first minute of the the movie. The director fucking thought, "Oh yeah, this guy's an idiot. Don't worry about it." But that's it's a weird continuity problem. It's not like a guy who is standing in one shot and has a mug next right next to him, and then the mug suddenly like Mm -hmm. somewhere else or something. It's it's an easy thing to keep to lose track of. Yeah, it's a yeah, exactly. Mug, right. Uh, that's gen- generally where you see continuity. So this was like a glaring, glaring mm. thing. So I want to talk about technology for just Ugh. five minutes Uh-oh. here. So one of the things that I hate about a lot of sci, especially like Space Channel. I'm sure there's a Sci-Fi Channel or an equivalent in the in the states. Um, you know, TV shows like whatever Battlestar Galactica or Farscape or whatever crap that people like. One of the things that I hate so much about uh, all the sets and the technologies is they're always these really sterile, like just metal hallways upon metal hallways. They've always got these nice slick curves. If you think about the Avengers and they've got these aliens and it's just, they're the most dull technologies I've ever seen. And I hate how boring and off they're like, Oh, it's, it's technology. It's cool. Like we can do anything. And it's like, that's not what's interesting about technology. The struggle is what's interesting about technology. It's like if I walk outside and I have free power, like forever wireless and all my problems are solved, that's not interesting. Like it's interesting that there was a, it was hard to do that. And you kind of learned that. So with the predator, with the original one, this movie has the so the predator's this highly advanced uh, species that he comes right. He's got this laser rocket thing on his shoulder that auto targets people. He's got infrared technology, but it's all pretty dated. And the thing that makes it interesting is that the predator's here to hunt and to steal great warrior spines as a symbol, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as kind of this tribal symbol. So this like tribal archaic way of thinking combined with kind of his techno you know technologically advanced stuff it balances each other out and it works really really well like it doesn't yeah. feel like you're in this weird alien sterile environment you're like he's got a few little tricks he's got some cool little mechanical it's tools It's like how man invented the bow and now he's hunting the deer Yeah yeah instead and- of the deer hunting the man Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah but it's it's if there was, if the predator had any more technology in this mo- in the first movie, it would start to be like, oh, this is like a weird nerd sci-fi. It would become thing. tech fetish. Yeah, Instead yeah. Instead of what fetish. it was, which was about this like seemingly demonic type, just this foreign creature coming in and taking their jobs. I mean, killing them. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm I'm the biggest tech fetishist around, man. Like like we say, like I want to put everybody out of a job because of technology and whatnot. I but put it, it all up my butt. <laughs> 
Yeah, but but in a but in a story like you have to balance that stuff out, and I don't feel like anybody's gotten this right. And they are sitting here with a Bible telling you how to write your sci-fi movies <laughs> called Predator from 1987, telling you exactly how to balance it out so it feels good mm. and it makes sense. And then you jump into this new Predator or any of these other sci-fis, and they're like, "Oh, we got like 29,000 Predator technologies, and uh, we're gonna oh, go yeah. back and uh, we've the all- guy gets the gauntlet." Which was yeah, that like just, turns, it went nowhere. It turns into a super suit. He, and he <laughs> eats that cloaking device, and you think he's going to activate it with his butthole or something while he's in prison, and he's going to escape with it. That doesn't pay off. I he did, just I he just like poops it out later in the movie and gives it to somebody. I like, like a lot there. of those technologies. I wonder if if keeping it sterile like that is a way to like dehumanize them. Because I was think I was thinking this morning to dehumanize about dehumanize the predators. The, yeah, the predators. Because well, that's already I, been necessary. Mistake. Well, I was thinking about. Uh, Prometheus today, the sequel, and how David... Oh, great, David, great example of a, a movie sequel that's to Prometheus. This, but how David the cyborg is, like, oh, hanging is. out on this, like, alien planet, and he really humanizes it. He's doing all these drawings yeah, that nobody totally. will ever see, and but it looks very comfortable and very lived in, but it's very alien at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he, he made that work. That set, despite mm-hmm. Alien Covenant being trash, that was a cool set, mm-hmm. for sure, yeah, like I him agree. living in those Yeah, that whole idea pyramids. was great. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see more Predator, like, lived-in technology. Like, where's the Predator couches? I I just love the idea uh, that... I want to see a Predator Ottoman. I, I love the idea that all aliens are just organized. Like, the alien families, just they have places for all their stuff. There's no, like, trash anywhere or anything. Like, the, the bottom line is every story you tell should be trying to be human because humans are watching it. Yeah, that's true. It's I not thought you were about dog. to say every story you tell should be trying to be Predator. <laughs> yes, I 100% agree well, with that. Well, the sequel is a sequel, uh, Predator 2. It, like, it actually has like a ship inside where I think they, they have a lot more... Uh, like relics and trophies. Like Already they have a, a whole, problem. They have a whole Already trophy have a room from, for the predator. <laughs> uh, predator. I need the jungle and the tribal aspects to balance it out. Like I already have a problem with seeing way more tech, you know, predator technology. There's well, too, this was, almost too yeah. much in the first one. I actually think any... I, the predator is a movie franchise to me that should never, ever have had any sequel because what makes Predator interesting is like you... Uh, briefly touched over is the hunters becoming the hunted mm. and it didn't really matter if it was an alien or whatever they chose an alien uh, it just needed to be something ultra intimidating that could take down the likes of like th- these hulking monsters like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers and these guys Jesse who can Ventura. wipe out like hundreds of people uh, so it's yeah. like how do you do a sequel of that without just completely repeating like the same story notes which would be interesting or doing which is better than what has happened with most that of the sequels just rip it off definitely would have been better but so Predator 2 uh like I, I just watched for the first time fairly recently, like within a year ago probably, mm. um, and I like just read a quick like one line synopsis that it and what I read that I was like oh this is basically uh, just Predator Two Predator in the big city because that's exactly and I was like okay they 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 just let's just we can't make an inspired sequel because it's like, it it's doesn't like Home work Alone with Predator in the big so city. let's let's just let's just turn it into schlock yeah. and I, in my immediately in my mind I'm picturing like the Predator walking down the street and then like a bunch of like street thugs see get a get a load of this guy yeah like, totally what's doing, with his hair doing like, making window. fun of him and then yeah like they completely underestimate him he chops off one guy's arm or something just silly stuff like that that would be great uh, just yeah turn it into complete schlock but I don't I honestly actually don't even really remember the movie. I just completely forgot about Predator it. Two it's or the new pretty one? Predator awesome. 2. Oh, it's yeah. pretty awesome. I, I've always like had held it in high regard because it actually like uh, it's still the Predator. He's doing what he does and his purposes seem very similar to the verse. 
You're yeah, one know. ugly motherfucker. Uh, You're one beautiful uh, other motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Predator is a, a, a character uh, that I. It's like I don't. The more you learn about him, the less interesting he becomes. It, the original Predator becomes because the whole idea is that they didn't even they didn't know what was hunting them. They, they, even by the end of the movie, you still don't really know. They don't explain a lot, mm-hmm. other than they assume an he's, he's yeah. an alien and yeah. he has some crazy technology or whatever. Uh, so any more explanation, like like this is this is the case with a lot of movies where you can where you reveal too much of the mystery, but it's especially important with Predator. Like that's what made the original interesting was this lack of understanding of what he is. Um, so I, I don't know, like like this this is definitely a franchise that should never have ever had any sequel in my mind. Well, before we figure out all the great sequels that Predators produced, uh, <laughs> why don't we make some money here? Well, uh, Twenty minutes in, huh? we got another ad sent in. Oh yeah, we're keeping the keeping the pacing up. I learned a bunch about pacing from Predator. You know this Bible on how to run. Even though all you your, were complaining about all your, the pacing, Predator. In on Tuesday, I was complaining. <laughs> Yesterday, I thought it was pretty good after seeing that new one. You complained yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, so uh, I actually I would still cut probably ten minutes from Predator. But, um, okay, we got an ad read sent in here, so uh, let's uh, find my cassette tape and uh, put it in here. Hey, hey there. Are, do you are you do you like working out a lot with your arms? Do you are is it hard? Do you find it hard to, to get to get going doing it and put some pick them up some weights? Do you, I gotta, come to the gym. Come to the Predator gym. We play Predator, it's a movie with, they have big muscles in them. We run it 24-7 in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's on, we use it on CRT TVs. They're tubes and they project it. We have weights, we have big weights. Get, put your muscles up. Get big, get, try, get big trying. Get really good at it and it's the best weight you got. You want, lose some weight. You're fat. (laughs) Wow, the Predator Gym sounds great. You know, I was thinking while we were watching this yesterday, if I just had, if I was at the gym and I just saw Predator and I just saw, uh, you know, Arnie and uh, Carl Weathers run up to each other and slap those arms together, Dylan, you son of a mole, and he just <laughs> slaps him, and they can just see their hulking biceps. If I was watching that while I was working out, I would be. I would Shredded. I would work out way. I legitimately yeah. think say. this is maybe one of the only like product placements we've had that actually sounds like it would be a legitimately good idea. <laughs> yeah, did you Google this? I have not googled this. Google I mean, maybe I could just hack into the the local gym and just just. I mean, what do they have on their business network television playing while you're like trying to work out? Hey, like, fight what? the depression. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got some cooking show with Rachel like Ray on people. or something. Like, what type of emasculating things do you want me to watch while I'm trying to work out? Like, this is this is some. We li- were all so gung ho to work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah, is some totally. liberal government conspiracy. It's like even when they go to work out, like we're gonna we're gonna strip their man from them. All I want is Predator and Commando. I need Arnie with that giant log over his, that thousand pound log over his shoulder as he just walks around Watch with it. Uh, hardcore pornography while I'm working out. 
Um, I like to be hard glasses. while I work out. <laughs> so this was, Get hard. With with the new one, this was already before the movie even came out, but long before it was even set thanks to come out. Thanks for the out. ad, by the way, uh, Predator Jim. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for sponsoring sounds us. Sounds good. Uh, bef- like long before the movie was even set to come out, they released uh, a cast photo, and I think that's also... Maybe that's when they simultaneously announced the cast. But anyway, they showed the cast photo, and it was like some like scrawny... like. Basically, looks like a handsome underwear model looking dude. Some, uh, like, you're uh, talking about the new one with Mac, yeah, Mac yeah, guy. talking about the new one. Uh, these fucking titles, um, and then like, uh, the one of the the key and peel guys in it, like, nothing against him, but it's like, yeah, he, he want, was good in it. I don't want a fucking comedian in my goddamn predator movie, and like, some like what looks like a Victoria's Secret like model, like some pretty gal, and a fucking child like this is like mm-hmm. the exact opposite like we're talking about yeah watching predator and seeing all these these glistening muscly men like like just masculinity that's <laughs> so just there's, pure there's masculinity. Raw masculinity there's a bit of an elephant in the room with this kid the kid's got asperger's it well, plays no point in the plot it has nothing to do yeah, with the well, plot. So he only remembers so, the map i think yeah that big he fucking whoop anybody no, no, it's like, that he yeah. could read there he's the only person that could actually read predator language they said right in there like they had they, like they stumped the, the language guys i so. literally didn't even know that yeah and i it, just watched it last i was night. like yeah. well, that's kind of ham-fisted in there just it to is. like make There's that so work. much stuff that's just yeah. Well, they, well they, they have this scene earlier on where these awesome bullies are making fun of him for, <laughs> for awesome having Asperger's. I, I think. And they like shove him over and shove his chessboard over. And you see him like go and put all his chess pieces back in place like he's got it memorized. And you're like, oh, okay. He's smart. Yeah. He, well, no, he's going to use strategy though to yeah. like, beat the yeah, predator. That's what you think. Like, you know, he's going to be the chess this, scene. this unassuming thing. No payoff. There, <laughs> there really is no payoff. anything by the end nowhere. of the movie. They oh, just no. shoot the predator with a no, grenade. No. The payoff is that he's the next stage of evolution oh, oh right because the predators try to take him and they're like yeah, yeah they want to fuck him the best people they want to have Earth. sex with him yeah they set that up in they the movie they're that. like never, you, you want to find out if somebody had sex with an alien yeah i never really thought while watching the original predator that i wanted to see a sequel in which the predator has to fight a kid with aspirin <laughs> yeah well i did <laughs> whose fucking decision was this? i always dreamed i would see that i, I want to say like the in the first movie the only reason the woman was even in there i think was to contrast the like extreme masculinity to like yeah. make it even more intense. they also wanted to show uh matt no, what's arnold schwarzenegger's name and dutch in dutch they also wanted to show that dutch is a good guy you can can't like you want to root well, for dutch that- he protects that girl he kicks the gun out of her hand because he cleverly remembered that oh, it that's didn't a great- kill her so, because she wasn't holding a weapon. So this is a so he kicks the gun out of her hand and starts shooting at the predator. See, I interpreted that scene entirely different. My, really? My imagination of that is that Arnold thought there's only one thing more dangerous than the predator, and that's a woman with a gun. No! <laughs> so he kicks the gun he's out he's of like, her hand. This is the real predator. <laughs> <laughs> he was saving the predator. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was uh, saving everyone. Whereas uh, in the new movie, I was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. He goes up to that guy. He's like, you gonna kill me with a train? Tranquilizer, yeah, and he shoots the guy with a tranquilizer dart in the eye. Try to, to kill pretend him that you're talking to people who have not seen the movie yet. So <laughs> when you just riff off yeah. the scene without setting it, don't up. watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. In, in, all, in all seriousness, I, I I viewed the inclusion of the the woman in the first one in that they wanted to show that the predator was only interested in hunting mm-hmm. the big like hulking alpha males because he never really goes after the woman. She's yeah, kind of there. She's as not an really a, a worthy trophy. When the first guy in Predator dies, Hawkins, the uh, first predator, we're in talking the first predator, in the first predator, God, 
And the first predator, when uh, not when the predator, the first guy dies, Hawkins. When he dies, he's with the the chick, uh, and he doesn't go after her at all. Like he's not even interested. Mm, so that's what I viewed the inclusion of of the female cast member, especially because she's not she's not like a love interest either. So I wonder if it's a bit of psychological warfare for the predator too. Like, do you think he's using any of that? I haven't thought about that till now because he leaves her, and she's like, the jungle was came alive. And then they're like, now they're kind of in disarray. Yeah, I get like she's. I don't think Predator is that clever. <laughs> He's just I don't think that's, that's what you Arnie could did. Speculate on end. it because the movie didn't show that. The director that's true. didn't. It really, is. Spe- you can tell he didn't want to. Everything you see in the first Predator movie, the director wants you to see. It feels like mm-hmm. you're on a ride. You're not missing anything. And then this next movie that we just watched last night was a fucking gong show, and I hate it so goddamn much. Uh, it, it would be subtle. It's like Arnold throwing the rock. It's probably like that for the Predator. He's like, yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, like the Predator is, is like showing off his invisibility and like tripping people up a little bit. Just like Arnold later on, it's like, I'm going to throw the rock over there and the Predator's going to go over there and shoot over there. <laughs> <laughs> his inner monologue. Well, I don't know what point yeah, you're making, yeah. but I... That's, but our, I like, that's Arnold's inner monologue. I like the, I like the accents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot see me over here, over there. <laughs> so... I mean, I'm going to start with, I'm going to say with what I like about the new Predator movie. So, uh, like we said, it was fun to make fun of, which, uh, you know, we've seen a few other it's movies. It's not really something were... you like about it, <laughs> about it, though. Well, it was so, it was bad enough that it wasn't boring, so that's good. Uh, that's a good point for it. Um, well, it only, to me, it only got that bad and that, like, like laughably bad towards the end when it just went off the rails. Yeah, the last, uh, it was like the, the last translating part. Up in, like, the first, like, hour or so was just a, a constant showcase of how it just completely they've, they missed the point of the original Predator. And uh, like I said, that, I mean, all We're the sequels have. to be specific All the sequels that, have. Um, so I thought that... Uh, they they enlisted a bunch of comedians to play a bunch of PTSD soldiers, so they're all just riffing on each other all the time. There's a guy with Tourette's who had no real reason to be there. No, they didn't. Well, none of them no. had. Yeah, any reason it made it to way too funny to have all those characters. Like, way too funny. It, it, oh yeah, it was it was bad for the film, but it was better for my movie. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Fun. It made it more entertaining rather yeah. than just being flat out dull. Which like which I was like okay, I appreciate that. Like I'm, I don't want to kill myself right now. Uh, definitely. <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. It definitely time. was the wrong choice for the movie, but uh, but at least it was more fun. Uh, that's yeah, everything. this movie, it felt like, in, in one example of how they've completely missed the point, this movie was borderline a comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I would say it about... It felt like an Avengers about movie. About 65% you, yeah. of it was a comedy, and it was just constant, like, banter and just witty jokes from everyone. Not you, even yeah, just, like... You could I talk call about, it a I talk about the guy from Key... The Key and Peele. Yeah, Key and Peele. Yeah, the he, Key and Peele. Um, and... But also like the, the the biologist chick, like she's constantly cracking jokes, and yeah, the guy with like heavy PTSD, like he's cracking jokes constantly. Like everyone's just yeah. wise cracking. It's okay to have a wise cracker. In fact, they had that in the original Predator I, with Hawkins. Like I also he was, he was making the pussy jokes and whatever. And yeah, that, that I want to I want to make a point. They had this guy with Tourette's in it, and this is going to be a real nerdy point. Uh-oh. But like. First of all, it's like really fucking low hanging fruit to just throw <laughs> yeah, a guy with it totally. with Tourette's. <laughs> like this is like lower than South Park yeah. stuff because I think they actually were making fun of something in particular with that. Yeah. Um, have you second? Have you ever met somebody with Tourette's? No, no. I, I always imagined that it was never portrayed. Like it is yeah, definitely yeah. not like that because the idea of Tourette's is like. You just can't control. No, it, you get these little it, ticks, right? It's, these facial uh, no, ticks. No, what it is with Tourette's is your when you make a movement or a sound, uh, your brain typically sends a response back 
or sorry, your body sends a response back to your brain that says you did it. With Tourette's, you don't get the response back that says that you did it, so your brain gets stuck in a slight loop and does it over Well, that was way again. nerdier than I was hoping. Yeah. 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 I, 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 swear I, I saw a not. video of a kid who was like cursing up a storm with his parents, and it kind of reminded me of that because that guy was doing that a little bit. I mean, I think they all have it differently or whatnot, yeah. and it's like, from my, my understanding is it feels like you have to sneeze, and, mm. you, and, a, you, and it doesn't release until you until you do the inappropriate thing. Sounds Which I, I thought he acted pretty well. I thought he yeah. did that. Well, well, I was just thinking, though, he's around all his buddies who they're all just swearing up a storm like how is it inappropriate for him to be swearing what's he like, holding the idea back? is that you're yeah. saying this inappropriate yeah. thing and you you know you can't you can't get it but it's like it's, what's he should have been so talking about how much he like loves his friends that should have been his Tourette's like <laughs> thing because it's like that would they would have been really weirded out by that oh you're so a great you're, you're a so great good. guy I think you're a great dad and you love your kids a lot <laughs> I, I like when he's like eat your pussy yeah, yeah. You, you look great in jeans <laughs> 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 That's how Tourette's actually work. Yeah. Man, the, the one thing that popped up in my head when you were talking there was like the girl. I, I was shocked when she like took the grenade from this guy and like put it down his back and murdered yeah. him. We all were I was like, like, why the this fuck would woman, she do that? That looks dangerous. This woman just, well, I thought it was just weird because you don't just become a murderer like that. No. Like, yeah. like they she all just, just were killing government she employees. She was murdered a guy. She was just a biologist. Yeah. Like no yeah. military Had no problem killing a dude. They also all. just like, they were captured to be questioned by the government because they he had illegally stolen alien hardware. So uh -huh. the government captured them and How was did like, he illegally where's st he, so he, he shipped it off to himself. Yeah, but like, didn't, didn't like a, a spaceship crash yeah. into spaceship him and you know, knock him in the shoulder? He stole, so he, just he grabbed something? a bunch of stuff and then he shipped it to himself. So yeah. he wouldn't have to answer with to his retarded 12 I mean, either way, no, to I, his, to his officers, his superior officers, yeah, it was he took evidence. some alien technology and mailed it to himself. So they captured him and his group and were like, where is all the stuff that we're looking for? And they're yeah. like, fuck you. And they just started killing them all. <laughs> well, I, I, I was fine with him having issues with the government because whatever he saw something he wasn't supposed to. Sure. So now they want the murder. They don't want him a little bit. They don't want him though. out running. running he knows out what about. they'll do. I didn't understand all the other cast of of out of, of misfits because they were being sent to the same place he was, which yeah. is where which was the mil secret military base where the predator was. Which why? So, but oh, yeah. the other and but the other guys like weren't. The other guys yeah. were just like PTSD, like like criminal, like therapy groups. I, like no, they weren't being sent to the uh, facility that the predator. But they went. Right, but that's I where think they, they were just going buy it. Because uh, well, they were, they were gonna, they were gonna put them in a insane asylum. Base well, in the middle put, of the city. Did, like. No, no, yeah, he. They put him in their like crazy group for therapy, and then they rerouted him back to go for questioning. And so that's right. Because she was like, I need to talk to him. But they're gonna I need to talk to him. all the crazy people. Yeah, because he was on the bus. Yeah, they did. That's irresponsible. Yeah, it's official. They're just gonna lock him down. But yeah, stupid fucking. I missed that entire part. Yeah, she was like, bring him back for questioning. I want to know where this other stuff is. Yeah. And wow, that is a real like just convenient yeah. writing thing. They're like, yeah. oh, well, we sent this it's just guy. Just too much away. going on now, in this now movie. Now he has his whole gang with him. This uh, new crazy friend gang. Okay, let's get uh, let's get back on point here. So that was on point. We're talking about the movie. No, 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 no. Uh, this is all garbage. Uh, You're garbage. garbage. This whole thing is garbage. The point is that they missed the point of Predator, right? Uh, consistently, they also missed the point like, of a good movie. Uh, <laughs> Really incredibly basic like uh, story structure, especially when you're dealing yep. with a monster movie. Immediately, the opening of this movie, uh, it, they they show the they show the predator like like 
a full like portrait shot of the Predator immediately. Yeah, yeah. like forty seconds now, from the credits. The I understand. There was, so, there was no buildup. I no. understand this is like the fifth or fourth whatever Predator, whatever the fuck it's at. Um, and and it's not like a big reveal because we've all seen the, what the Predator looks like now. But they didn't build up the anticipation of the arrival of the main yeah. like villain at all. He's just immediately. Quite literally, within the first thirty seconds of the midi of the movie, he's in the middle of his of his ship walking around. Full portrait shot of him. It's like they built up no anticipation to seeing the predator in a, or an awesome reveal yeah. shot or anything. They just well, especially because we love like that. the predator looks so awesome, and he's a really like crazy a, looking character. Like iconic, I would I would have loved monster design. I would have yeah. I would have loved some awesome reveal, and you're just like yes. It's just yes. immediately he's sitting in his pilot's chair and then he gets up and pushes a button. I mean, it's like, this mm-hmm. is your reveal shot? This yep. is terrible. Rewatching the original Predator, every time they reveal him, it's like, ooh. It's like, you know, even though I've seen the exact movie before, mm-hmm. the fact that he's slowly revealed throughout the movie is effective yeah. every time you watch it. And you it. don't really see a full shot of him till about, like, in the original, you don't really see a full shot of him. Uh, to like 40 minutes into the movie and even then he's just sitting on the tree doing some home surgery like you don't really yeah. get a full portrait the final, shot or the final like reveal that. I think in the first movie is is it's pretty well when like Arnold is fighting him right Arnold when Ar- Arnold first uh, gets covered in mud and realizes that the predator yeah and then like an and hour then you realize, and 20 minutes in then you realize this thing's eight feet tall it like looks insane it's strong yeah. as hell and it can just destroy everybody and so yeah it's a formidable enemy like I like I've, I said just shortly ago, I I don't I don't want any sequel to the Predator. But if you're gonna do it, it's like you should kind of look to the first one as for uh, inspiration in terms of how to do how to how to properly set up how to at tell least in terms story. of structure or whatever. Yeah. Maybe not the exact story. I mean, I, I'll tell you one mistake that. Uh, if you see in any Predator movie is a mistake is having more than one Predator in Huge the movie. Huge mistake. Totally. Massive, massive mistake. It's, and I oh, think... we have the Predator civilization. Here's my Predator mom coming to visit Earth. Like, here's my <laughs> Predator cousin. I think outside uh, of one and two, they've all made this mistake, too. It's they a, it's they a did terrible that in Predators mistake. as well, the one with Adrian Brody. I mean, they did it in the Well, title. at least that one was called Predators, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they, they immediately dropped the boat before they even started filming and, or anything when they called it Predators. They had yeah. the S mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, you're already, you're already screwing this up. And then you think they're going to fix it. The new one's called The Predator. You're like, oh, well, there's just one. And it's like, now uh, I watch the movie. There's a bunch of Predators. And actually, like, again, Which one was the Predator? Within the first two minutes, I think you've seen at least four Predators. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Huge mistake. Why is that such a big mistake? It's a big mistake because it's, it's, obvi- it's an obvious thing that they dropped the ball on immediately in the new movie. No, but why is it such a mistake just as a concept to I, have more I, than I one think, I think because like man versus monster, it's really, it really is metaphorical. Like like men versus like Dracula versus like a bunch of vampires. It's just more right, potent. Yeah, yeah. It's more potent Yeah, you just monster. dilute the, the yeah. presence of the predator when, yeah. by having two predators. Well, also, yeah. what made the, the predator an, a unique uh, movie monster is that he wasn't just this like crazy, violent, monster necessarily he was a game hunter like he's not even hunting them for food necessarily like most of the time when like you take the alien franchise like they're just a wild like basically a space bug yeah they're, when, they're when not they're just they're just acting completely on instinct and violence this is someone like this is a character that actually has some intelligence and some consciousness and is actually like it's hunting for the sport of it yeah and, when, and it's got all this like uh very advanced technology it's not just a wild monster so when you have just one of them, you have that personality, and th- and that that like I said, that's what is predator is the idea of the hunters becoming the hunter. Well, also though, when you make the comparison to the predator being like a hunter, if you think about uh, you're going out hunting, 
you get four or five guys together immediately. You're like, oh, well, all those guys are cowards. Like they're going to hunt a bear and they can't just go yeah, alone, right? Like yeah, the more yeah. of you there are, the more cowardly you are. You just imagine some rich yeah, guy with extent. like a machine yeah. gun yeah. going out to hunt some Indians and well, stuff or that, whatever, yeah, right? That's what's great. So about it's the like first it makes second. the predator seem like a coward when there's more of him. If yeah. he's alone, he seems far more intimidating. Yeah. And you also have to remember, like as far as a movie or a story goes. There's only so much room for intimidation. Like, there's a yeah. certain level of intimidation you can reach. That's why you don't so, want to reveal your predator monster yeah. in the first 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, because so, by, the, by the time you get to, like, 35 minutes into the movie, you're used to seeing yeah. the predator. If, like, you have, well. if you have, I don't know, you have a gallon of intimidation, and that's what you get for your whole movie. <laughs> yeah. If you add in another predator, you don't get two gallons now. Yeah. Now you have half a gallon for each, so you've made them both weaker. Yeah, it takes away from the intimidation, but at the same time, I'd say it takes away from the the personality of it like I was talking yeah. about he's, he's known as a game hunter in essence and now it's like we're seeing like a whole bunch more of them I was never fooled in the first one into thinking that he was the only predator I assumed he came from yeah. he's got all this advanced technology it, in clearly the first there's and a society second. that he came from mm. but you're, you're just kind of taking away the personality learning it's like oh well, there's just like a whole bunch of them and the original predator he was never that I, I definitely took the first and second movie to be like this tribal thing that they do on their own to like yeah test their skills and this one got really kind of political and where now they're like now they're like it's it's not just them practicing their skills as hunters now there's that there's a, a separate predator like faction that's trying to improve themselves with like changing their genetics and now they're trying to change the story a bunch. Yeah, already again, it's you're learning way too much mm -hmm. about the predator. All you yeah. needed to know was that they enjoy hunting for sport. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know anything about uh -huh. how their how their political no, system I, I works. No, I think this is how their a way society to kill, is structured. This is a way to kill I don't the franchise. Want to know anything? Because this is yeah. what this is what happened with the Matrix, where I think they killed the whole Matrix franchise. Oh, yeah. Was telling you everything about they the Matrix. Slaughtered the Matrix. I was franchise. like, you could have had Matrix movies uh, till yeah. the end of days if yeah. you never like revealed everything. Yeah. Uh, so as much as I till the end of the Matrix days. Yeah. So as much as I'm adding, uh, he's beginning to believe. As I've added the original Predator to the list of perfect movies, I'm also adding it to the list of movies that I have to pretend that none of the sequels exist yeah. because they all detract from the original if you consider them canon. You got to cover your ears like autism. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, that autistic kid. He's hitting his ears. It's so weird. So there was a yeah. So what was what was the line that so me and Andy were burst out laughing in the theater. Everyone oh, else I was dead silent. Uh, I don't know the bullies. This, the bullies the, were making oh, fun yeah, of you guys. Like, just went no, no. I, I was laughing, funny, but part of my laughing was laughing was at a, you guys. It was a funny joke. <laughs> it was funny. So the kid, the, the main, the one of the main cast, the kid with Aspergers. It's it's all set around Halloween, which by the way, wasted opportunity because there's basically no Halloween themed visuals other than the oh, kid yeah. trick or treating, yeah. which is an easy. Like they could have just had the really predator walking down the street. Right. Oh, oh totally. Killing people. Uh, and and they could have thought it was a costume. Oh, but that would have been eye-rolly, too. Yeah, yeah in an awesome way. Yeah. Yeah. Other sequels, if you're, you shouldn't do them, but if you're going to, they should just be constant uh, intentional yeah. eye rolls. Like yeah. I said, Predator in the Big City. Let's just ham this just up. Just call it Predator in the Big City. Anyway. That should be the title. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the kid is trick-or-treating, and he, he has the Predator mask, which his dad sent to him for some reason. No, he sent it to himself, and his stupid kid opened uh, okay. his mail. Okay. No, so the actual plot point was he sent it to his P.O. Yeah. box, 
and the and then the mailman the, comes by with he didn't all pay the, his PO box. Yeah, you yeah. didn't pay your PO yeah. box dues, That's man. Right. I love though that he's got to hide this like really secret, dangerous technology. Why did he, he not report want, it? And he give just it sends to his... it to the post office. <laughs> yeah. What? What yeah. a fucking convenient. He, he, and why, why do they have to guy? connect all the dots in these stories? Like, so he didn't pay his bill, so his kid got it, so his kid yeah. can read it. So it's, it's like, like, couldn't it just it... end up at the post office and like? Then the predator couldn't goes he have to the just post mailed office. it to himself. That would be interesting. I just can't imagine someone's stupid. like, "Oh my god, I have an alien Listen. piece of technology that nobody knows about. This is going to be all this conspiracy change up. I'm going to send this to the post office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll ever. There's never any it's problems evidence. with the post office. Did they office. set up why he's like taking it instead of sharing it? Because he, he, yeah, he said he said evidence because no, no one would believe him, and they, he knew so, it would happen. Anyway, but, so the no, kid. But we, wait, we, I'm, I brought up that point to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like good writing to you that someone's P.O. box dues were not paid, so it made a, a, a like a significant point in the plot? <laughs> Does that sound like a good plot it's point in a movie to you, like by a competent sounds writer? Sounds like great writing. Do you guys remember in Game of Thrones when Joffrey gets killed because somebody forgot to pay their dues on their mail? Oh, fucking spoilers. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's not what happened. That's clearly not, nothing what happened. <laughs> yeah, because kill. a good writer would never write something are you so say, Are you dumb. saying the U.S. postal system is not in Game of Thrones? <laughs> this, it, 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 it's classic... Uh, of writers not understanding concision. You should even if you have a complicated story, you, you should be constantly trying to keep it as simple as you as possibly as you possibly can. And when you're learning about the protagonist PO box like stuff, this is too complicated. Like this, yeah, you're, 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 you know, someone you're, didn't think you're about it. You're way lost in the weeds already. Like you're That's just like a, so ri- a writer just on. trying to write like wild stuff. Yeah, it was it too much writing. In this, on, in honestly, this like I was making fun of it because he effectively just sent it to his 12 year old kid. Yeah, yeah it's it, funny. It may have it's been not, a better writing point if he just intentionally. If he had just funny. intentionally sent it to his kid, like I was making fun of that for being dumb, and it is dumb, but the P.O. Box thing is dumber. <laughs> yes. And it takes longer to explain. Yeah, wait Like the kid has to talk with the mailman for a while as the mailman explains to him how mail works. Like that's not what I want to see in a Predator movie is how the U.S. Postal Service works. That's why I went to Predator. Yeah. <laughs> wanted some lessons. Like, I didn't even know you had to pay for P.O. Boxes. My parents have a P.O. Box. It costs nothing. If you want to learn about P.O. Boxes, go see the Predator. Go see the Predator movie. <laughs> anyway, back to laughing at people with Asperger's. <laughs> so the part that was so funny that, that me and Muller just burst out in the middle of a very quiet theater. Uh, the kid's trick and he's got the predator mask uh, and then there's these bullies that are always picking on him uh, and then they're, they're, I, I don't remember what they initially say to him but the kid's like ah oh, leave me alone I'm, I'm busy and they say what are, yeah. you, what are you what are you busy washing your hands 500 times <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good that's a fucking funny joke like, <laughs> it's mean it's but very hearted so, they, they probably saw the aviator with uh, you definitely Leonardo it up. DiCaprio they're, they're, he's like you stop making fun of me or else and yeah, they're like or else right. what oh, you're gonna yeah, go wash your hands 500 yeah, times <laughs> and then yeah. the kid that's funny it's I'm a sorry funny, like nobody else was laughing in the whole we theater, but us. Yeah. I want to clarify that we are terrible people, and we weren't laughing at like, oh, it's just such a stupid line. I was no. legitimately laughing. You guys, I, are, that was I was caught off line. guard by it. Well, uh, they don't, they don't, the they don't put insensitive <laughs> stuff in movies much anymore. Yeah. So it was great to see. And those kids didn't get murdered, but 
a random guy got murdered by the kid for yelling yeah. at the kid. Yeah, no, no, he like, threw something know, at him. That was yeah, he threw something. Wait, 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 let me, let me. That was one like, of the scenes where I was just like, oh my. Let's talk God. about the scene and how we felt about it before okay. the people listening even know what the <laughs> fuck we're talking Get about. Get ready for this. So while he's trick or treating for Halloween, he's like trying to trick or treat at some teenager's door, and the teenager just comes out and chucks like an apple at the back of the kid's head or whatever, just to be a dick to him because I guess they want to make fun of retards in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, and then so the predator mask is like, oh. Oh, this is a threat because the kid's carrying around the predator mask so it just blows the teenager yeah. up and like funny. cuts him in half and it's super gory that those moments were actually pretty sweet well that's because again it's, that was a massive explosion if you made it, up if you for can... it by being r-rated yeah if was the, it oh it was that that again worked because uh again if you put that scene or a similar sort of scene somehow into the original predator you'd be like ah you know you're kind of taking a piss on on this great thing but because it's like, look, this is a sequel that shouldn't happen, like, that scene was just fun. Yeah. It's like, let's just have fun with this. Uh, they I mean, should have taken that's that a little further. they were trying further, to do with all the... Well, they don't it's like totally they're misinterpreting f- fun. Instead, yeah. the idea of fun was like, well, let's just have every character be a wisecracking smartass. Like, yeah. There was a lot of I fun. Mean. There was a lot of fun to be had. Like, I thought it was pretty mm. great. A lot of the Predator stuff was awesome. They clearly don't understand how fun works because Predator didn't walk through a crowd of kids dressed in costumes and everyone's marveling at his awesome costume because they think that he's just someone dressed up. It, they missed that. That's how it, I know it, they I think didn't it just saddens me because they're not trying to like match the legacy of the original and create something iconic that'll stand the test of time. They're just creating something fun for now. Like, I mean, it wasn't I don't know. that I much can, fun. I don't like, think don't it was that much fun. No, no, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just saying it's just they're like, let's make a fun ride. I don't, not, they're not I think saying they failed let's that. make this so, awesome, incredible story. Me, it's not a fun ride, man. It was a little fun, like for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give it. Like I think they they failed on all fronts, especially when you're comparing it to the original Predator, which mm-hmm. you have to. It's it's a Predator movie. You have to compare it to the best one, the one that, especially the one that started it all. Uh, when me and Muller watched it uh, earlier in the week, before our second, like just on our first viewing, the first Predator, the first viewing this week, uh, and immediately when it gets to the reveal shot of Arnold, like this is within the first 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's movie, right in away in the movie. He's got, he's in, he's in the helicopter <laughs> looking all cool. He's got these giant aviator sunglasses on, head tilted back, just sitting there. Smoking. But he's kind of dark too. So like the end of his, his stogie is like kind of lighting yeah, up a little smoking bit. Smoking a yeah. giant cigar. And without any sense of coordination at all, me and Muller were both, both, audibly went yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there was no coordination it wasn't something that I was expecting coming because I don't remember like anything from Predator <laughs> other than now now I do I actually but remember a lot just, but I never, you know, I never you know a hero when you see I him. never really took note until that viewing earlier this week of how awesome that reveal shot of Arnold looks he yeah. just looked so bad He's he just There's, has so much charisma on screen and the guy in the new Predator he doesn't he kind of looks like he might be an okay cast for like a B list actor yeah like he does not look like he should be the star of any fucking like a waiter i wonder (laughs) 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 he doesn't look like an action when when, when he cleaned up at the end he looked really weird did did you notice that because i think they his hair is like dyed blonde he was like chubby chin and all this stuff and i was like he needs a beard well he he looks like those old men like ash and the evil dead where he's dyed his hair black and it's and it's a joke because it's funny that his hair is black this guy looks the same way like he looks like paul walker with like his hair is blonde but it's like dyed blonde it's like a little too blonde tips yeah, yeah, it's, it's like that. Like this guy has no business being the protagonist of wonder, any movie. Do you think? Do you think uh, a really charismatic and big guy like uh, Dwayne Johnson, like The Rock, would have been more fitting for this? 
Yes, any anyone I, would have been more fitting. I, I I've always thought I, that Dwayne Johnson would have been uh, a better fit to just exist in the '80s. Like he missed his time. Like now, it's right. like he tries to maybe like mm-hmm. he, it's like he almost tries to be in like these sorts of roles. Um, but well, yeah, and Arnold did like a trade off with him in like the rundown or or one of those like walking tall. He like walks past the rock and he's like. Uh, it was like the action movie star trade off, and he's like, "Have fun." Oh, great! I think it's. Yeah. I think I think they, these movies. The problem is they're trying movies like that. They can't do both because they're trying. Ever since I mentioned this on a previous episode, ever since Die Hard, like every action movie now, mm. uh, despite Die Hard being awesome, but it set off what I think is a bad trend of every single action star now has to be an everyday guy. He can be a Joe Schmo, yeah. and yeah, they don't really go back to they don't they don't go back to a previous area with the Rock. It seems he, yeah, he's and, still mm-hmm. like an, like an, I didn't see it, but that new one where the, he's in a skyscraper, which is just basically mm-hmm. Die Hard. It's just called Skyscraper. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> what's that so movie called? The one with the, the one with the skyscraper. Um, what's the one with the predator in it? Uh, predators. <laughs> what's, what's that one no, with the Terminator? Not that. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that RoboCop movie? What was it called? What are the things in Gremlins called? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was. That's act. That's actually good. Uh, was that was that on Carl Pilkington? Yeah, says Carl Pilkington said that. But yeah, he's he he just missed he missed the era because movies action movies went toward every every character in essence has to be an everyday relatable guy. Yeah, but they're still except for this guy isn't a relatable guy. Well, he's you know he's got a family. He's a scrawny little dude. But he's, he's a dick to his family. Yeah, he's he like an like his family hates him and they don't even want him in the house. No, but that's because he's not around and he's not around because he knows he's become a dangerous uh, threat because the government's always after him or whatever. Yeah, that's what just an everyday relatable yeah, guy that the government's I mean, after, is, so you can't hang around wait, your family. Are you saying the government isn't after me? <laughs> but I, just, I just mean his personality. We don't even know if Dutch like the Arnold from the original. We don't even know. We don't know nothing about his potential family. Right? I have no. Yeah. Idea. Who cares? I think they're. Tall and uh, Hungarian, maybe Austrian, probably from Holland. Uh, it's his maid. Um, so, uh, uh, why don't we get to our weekly baby boomers are shit of the week? Shit. Take her uh, over, Andy. I just got a quick one. I haven't put a lot of. Th- it's, oh, great! That's what I want to hear when I listen to. This. I haven't put a lot of thought into this. It's something that it's something that really annoys me, but I don't think I have to elaborate too much on it to get to why it's so uh, annoying. Uh, they all, all of them, they all Everyone. enjoy stupid hobbies like lawn darts <laughs> or a lot of lawn games uh, or like. Uh, pool like like the pool table like oh, but yeah. in their home Billiards. But, like the lawn ones are always like uh they're always like these crappy games Cro- croquet like, yeah croquet would be one of them lawn darts is lawn bowling like, just this boring thing where you're just lobbing a ball toward a circle and it's all basically oh. this, it's all basically the same game you're horseshoes. trying to lob a ball into horseshoes a specific that's another area. good one yeah like, horseshoes you, you is always just see the boomers um and like i remember my parents had this one it was like this rack. It looked like a, like a clothes drying rack, and you had like two golf balls. Bocce ball attached. No. Yeah, bocce ball is definitely one of them. Yeah, bocce ball is one of them. I don't know why some young people like it, but they are baby boomers now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like so you had like these these two golf balls with a, that were attached by a rope, and you kind of tried to sling it and and get. Oh, it I know exactly which game. Your brother has that, doesn't he? No, I think my parents have it. Oh God, Those games. it's the worst. I, I know game. my parents have it. I hate it. It's terrible because it's so boring. It's again, it's just a game where you're. It's just yard, horseshoes. It's just glorified things. horseshoes. It's like maybe it's fun to lob something 
in once, but you get bored of it really quickly. If you they're so used to lobbing grenades in World War II. <laughs> if you are lobbing horseshoes, they weren't in World War II. They came Vietnam, after, I mean, they Vietnam. came after World War II. Shooting, shooting heroin and throwing lobbing grenades. If you are throwing horseshoes for fun, then you are a fucking boring old person. Yeah. It's it's also it's not just the shitty lawn games. They also love like these horrible impractical things to own in your house. Like I always think specifically like a pool table. I mean, I mean pool's kind of cool, I guess. But the idea of owning a pool table in your house if you don't own a giant mansion. There's I've never been to a house that has a pool table that has had enough room <laughs> to properly p- play pool. It's like yeah, you have enough room to fit up the pool table, but you you need way more room because you have these giant pool cues to actually it's hit. Pretty it. dang rare. And it's, I it's, think in Arrested Development they have a joke like that where he's just he keeps oh, yeah. hitting he keeps hitting the wall. They had it in, Seinf- in Seinfeld yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah and then he, he brings just the point, pool table into yeah, the office. Yeah, and then he just yeah. points at the wall and a guy hits that part of the wall with a sledgehammer <laughs> so that every part of the wall that he's hit which is just like the room just needs to be bigger <laughs> yeah like you have to own you have to own a room that's just dedicated to pool and I've never seen one owned in someone's house that has ever had enough room you're always jutting up against a wall while it's you're so true to play. I don't think I ever have either and I've been in ones where it was close but still not enough you gotta like hold the pool stick higher yeah or, oh, or yeah. there's just a shot that you just can't make because mm. it's just too close to the corner or something. That's how you really screw over your friends. Have you ever, how about a pool table where it was clearly built in the basement or something of the house? So, like, it's never getting out of there. <laughs> and it's like, well, the basement's too small, too. So, it's just, oh it's God. a forever useless pool table. Yeah. Yeah. It will try, never move I, I to a I location. I tried to help someone remove one from a basement, and it was literally like that. Like, they built it downstairs. It's like so moving a piano. could not get it up. Yeah. Yeah, it, I just left. I was like, yeah, I, I'm done. This is too much. Yeah, you should have left before know. you got there. It's true. I don't know what it is about boomers. It's like this 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 example of like they have a little bit of like luxury cash, like something to spend on. They spend on a pool table, but the rest of the house is not luxurious enough for <laughs> it. Like they just don't have the space. And it seems to be like their perfect like example of like a home hobby. Maybe like, it makes sense. Like who cares about nice houses when you got a, just a pool table? It's fun. Nice houses are fun. Pool tables are fun. <laughs> They're fun when you have the space for them. That's true. But mostly lawn darts. Like I, when I think boomers, I think lawn darts, and lawn darts are super lame. When the sun isn't shining, how does it affect you? This is a no new question from WeatherNetwork.com. Coffee break. <laughs> it's time for the WeatherNetwork.com comments. When the sun isn't shining, how does it affect you? Yeah, that was just that was just the question. Sounds I don't so poetic. So uh, this ties in great with our baby boomers, our shit of the week, because only baby boomers seem to go on weathernetwork.com, the huge community on weathernetwork.com. And Andy. They'll have like 80,000. No, my, uh, my days at weathernetwork.com are over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, cha- my chapter at weathernetwork.com has come to a close. Very. It was good while it lasted, Will, will the macho man uh, find a new home? I'll probably, <laughs> find I'll out probably, next week. I'll probably think of another fun character and come back someday. That would be great. A new yeah. IP address. So. Like, I remember you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think that weathernetwork.com is run by baby boomers, so they know how to use the technology to. So wait, what's the question of the week? That they're. It was when the sun isn't shining, how does it affect you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Chris comments. As a further comment, our fire hazard is the worst in Canada. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- right. I shudder to think what might happen if we didn't get as much rain as we do. So you got to remember about weathernetwork.com. This is just people, they're just talking. 
This is the water cooler, right? Like, this is the coffee break. Yeah, this is their internet water cooler, basically. This is the baby boomer internet water cooler. Murray Scott says, haikus, anyone? <laughs> you know what? What does that even the mean? The first topic of any awkward conversation is the weather. And when it finds a home, this is what it looks like. <laughs> All right. Here in Vancouver, we are used to the rain, William Plum Plummer says. When the sun comes out, we're not sure why, and we go into some trauma. Some of us even have to go to the hospital oh, because boy. the sun comes out. It's like Is that like a really bad like boomer joke? It's like their child with some kind of crippling disease. <laughs> I don't know. They're talking about like uh, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Uh, Pert says... Pert? <laughs> like heart, but with a P. Part. Part. This is Neil Peart talking here? Wow. Uh, it's really hot out again. Can we make it go away? Please. That's terrible. <laughs> what type of comments are these? <laughs> See, without Macho Man Randy Savage, they're just let loose to run wild with these lame comments. <laughs> they need more uh, Dutch on here. It needs to be way more masculine. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, anyways, weathernetwork.com. Get ready for some more from uh, next week. So, sorry, <laughs> weathernetwork.com, that you don't have Macho Man Randy Savage, also known as Andy, commenting on there anymore. <laughs> I'll be back as someone new someday. <sighs> okay, back um, to uh, back to real uh, think, real hated movies. I think I knew like this movie really like it, it was never right, but I could tell it was starting to go wrong. I think like way wrong, like off the rails. You're never you're never getting this back on track. Wrong uh, was when they introduced the predator dogs. Mm. Which oh god which, yes which I, anyone, I can't believe I forgot before to we even that. explain it to anyone who hasn't seen it it's exactly what it sounds like and that's where the movie started to feel like it was written by a child you talked yeah. you talked about earlier uh, that that this movie is just a constant and then this and, happens yeah, well, and then this happens and it starts to feel like it's written by a child because it just goes from like one goofy thing that's not is what what is the what does a great hunter have he has a dog let's give him two. I, I'm, I'm almost, that was their explanation I'm for it. Almost okay with that in theory. But what does a great hunter have? Uh, one of those wily car coyote cartoon hmm. shotguns with Elmer Fudd. We got to give him one of those. Does a he's, great he's, hunter he's, have a dog that has the same face and hairdo as him? Because that's what the predator dogs <laughs> yeah. are. They have a, pred a little predator face. It's a little bit different, but it also has like the little predator dreadlocks. What the hell is going on? on well, this that's the thing. Planet? They were chalking it up to like uh, mutation, like they're altering genetics and that's their whole game now. I'm, so. I'm, I'm going to say that I have a problem. I mean, again, <laughs> taking away from the game hunter thing. It's like, okay, a, 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 every great hunter has his dog. Okay, it's kind of a stupid line, but whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a logic I can follow there. And if mm -hmm. you have a cool dog creature, maybe you can kind of make that work if there wasn't you know, five predators already in this movie and it was, just, <laughs> it, was, it was just one predator and his dog. But yeah, it having like a silly predator face. What isn't it? Wouldn't it be more interesting if you thought it was just like yeah, a hunter who has a dog. He's learned to train this wild animal yeah. to work alongside of him. Yeah. Instead of I took some of my DNA and made a weird looking version of it that walks yeah, on all fours. Yeah, it's like it's like having reason. it's like having dogs with people faces. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it's what it really is. Weird. <laughs> uh, like, couldn't uh, they just have normal dogs? What's wrong? But with again, these imagine this part of the script like 
and and a and a child is pitching this part of the script to a board of executives. Says, and then the predator has two predator dogs that have a predator face just like him, and then he sicks it on him. But then, and then it's just a constant. That's why I wonder if these are like producer problems, though, because like the studio and producers are like, how do we amp it up? How are we gonna make it like more intense and better and and wilder? You can't just have like regular dog animals. You gotta like make them like tie it in. I'm glad this movie is flopping. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that dogs in a sequel are always bad. Like, mm. if you remember Stranger yeah. Things 2 had a bunch Except of Stranger Things... Except for the Beethoven sequels. Yes, other than the Beethoven need more, They needed more dogs, and they knew it. Yeah. Or <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah. It's all right there. So, so this movie... But villainous dogs. This, oh, I'm not this, done with the dogs here. No, Go, yeah. Do your thing. Uh, do, you, do you remember in Stranger Things, like, the second season, all of a sudden there were, like, Stranger Things dogs yeah. now? Yeah, and, like, good. Resident Evil 2, all of a sudden there's Resident Evil dogs. Like, mm. I mean, which was from the yeah, game? So that was Alien, already, Alien 3 had, like, a little alien... alien Dogs. Xenomorph dogs. Yeah, because oh. it was born out of a dog or something like that. I don't like remember that. that. Listen, they're always a bad idea. What is interesting I've about... i thought about if this is a weird, like, cliche. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it is. What is interesting about dogs, other than them being man's best friend and maybe, like, kind of having a special relationship with a single dog? Like, you know, like, I Am Legend, which was not a good movie, but... Yeah. But the thing that everybody remembers from that movie, other than the monsters, was that his dog dies his dog or whatever, dies. and he had this yeah, relationship with the dog. Yeah, because what makes... Especially in terms of a story structure, what makes a dog an interesting plot device is its rela- its relationship with man. Yeah, yeah that's how it. we uh, how we appreciate dogs. It's, it's you gotta not, get your dogs really drinking deep. martinis. It's not it, man. <laughs> the predator looks so cool. I'd like to see a dog version of him. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. And the dog didn't even. Yeah, it it just looked like a lamer version. It didn't like. It was like, remember that vagina face on the Predator? It's like, well, here's one that looks less like that, but kind of still. Kind of still yeah. the same. Isn't that me, exciting? Uh, and has the exact same dreadlocks. They reminded yeah. me of the Hellhounds from Ghostbusters as well. Like those kind of Is big. Is that from Ghostbusters 2 or 1? No, it's in the first one. Okay. Does it? Yeah. Well, but they yeah, were yeah, just yeah, dogs yeah, that, like, they were, like, a little cooler than that. They, and they it were, also, like, gargoyles, it wasn't right? like. Yeah. It wasn't like a villain that the like a, a sidekick to the villain that he released. It was it was part of summoning mm. Zool. Hey, do you know? Did you like that fight scene with the predator? Well, do you know what's more exciting is by when we put a barrier between that where the dog fights you first, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't actually get to fight the predator. They did that in the original Hulk movie as well with Eric Bana. They had like There's the some Hulk. The, <laughs> I don't know. These, like, lot. No, I, these three dogs become like Hulk dogs. Now I, the Hulk oh has to man, fight that's these, a yeah. yeah. I have seen that movie. He has movie. to fight these Hulk dogs. And I remember nothing about it except for those yeah. weird Hulk Dude. dogs. Monster dogs are like a shitty cliche. I think we it's just a figured weird one out. We should make I've a band really called Monster Dogs. They're dog. never They're interesting. Right. I'm going to look up and see if there's any like interesting weird points of it. Dog. Like yeah. I'm going to see if there's mm-hmm. even one good movie that does it. But yeah, it's garbage. So I would say this movie, for me, I thought it was off the rails right away. Like I actually really found that the, the opening scene kind of interesting with the warping, but then, uh, but even that, I was like, uh, they shouldn't have done the space thing right away, and then it was so slow for so long, well, and, and when it kicked off, when the predator was in the lab, started killing everyone with like extreme uh, intense ability. Sure. After that, it really just went off the rails, and I was like, I don't know what this is, so I'm just watching it. But I that lab scene I thought was epic. I thought well, the rest of the movie, if it like went. Like up from there, and the predator was showing off his abilities. That would have been awesome. I don't like. I didn't consider any aspect of it good or anything. It's not like for me it was ever like, oh yeah, this is on track. This is a great movie. But it was just that the predator dogs where it just became constant insanity. Yeah. And it reminded. It started to remind me. It started. I started to get a reminiscent feeling of being in the theater watching Ready Player One, where there was just constant. <laughs> 
it's insane shit being thrown at the screen, and like I, I, I started to really lose the ability to retain uh, yeah. information. Uh, but yeah, to, to, to what you're saying, like the, there's an interesting they, they've they've captured this predator, mm. and there's this uh, secret military science lab, and they're doing tests on him, trying to figure out more about him, whatever. And then the other predators arrive to Earth, and that some that somehow triggers the the dormant to predator up. to yeah. wake up. That isn't really. Which didn't make sense didn't to me either, because he was he was uh, what under anesthetic or something. Yeah, they 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 have successfully had him sedated for like several days or weeks mm-hmm. it seems, but then suddenly the arrival of the other ones triggers his way. Yeah, and really he just weird. breaks free of these like metal restraints, but, which I didn't understand either. Like, yeah, he's strong, but just put a lot of metal around. But him. yeah, so it gets really violent there, and he starts like just massacring these scientist dudes. But I don't know. There's something about. Like, they had a rated R movie. They were shooting for a rated R movie, which that means, okay, we're allowed to do some crazy violence and gore. And there was crazy violence and gore, but they shoot it in a way that just takes away all the punch. And I've seen this in mm-hmm. other movies before where, like, the predator will decapitate a guy. And you, you see the decapitation, but it cuts away immediately. So you mm-hmm. don't really get the, the effect, the oomph, the punch of, yeah. of something seeing that horrific or if it's supposed to be campy and fun. Like, it just cuts away immediately. You know what happened. And they showed it on screen. Like, if you broke down the frames, you'd see it happen. But it cuts away so fast that when you're watching it, it for me, it takes away all the impact. So, like, yeah. I'm all for insanely violent movies, like, especially, like, you know, when you're talking about Predator, it should be violent. Uh, but the violence in this, it had no oomph. Like, they're doing cool things. He, like, yeah. slashes that guy's face, and it, like, rips you know his what? face I feel right like, off. But. I feel like what's missing these this day and age is, like, connecting to the audience. Like, directors, like, really good ones can do it. But back in the day, like, when the original Predator, I, I think they they had the ability to really understand what the audience is feeling and connecting to. And, like, these modern-day movies, a lot of them, they're not doing it. Like, they don't care. And it seems with like more focus shallow, groups than ever. Very shallow, <laughs> like, experiences. Well, this one in particular, I felt the lack of connection to the audience uh, very quickly. Because within, I think, the first 10 minutes, you're introduced to the main dude who steals the predator mask and whatever. He's basically the main protagonist. But then separate from him, you're introduced to his child. And you're not only introduced to him, but you see him like in school being bullied. You kind of learn that he's a little weird, something maybe not quite uh, mentally uh, 100% there with him. No, not and then. You're introduced to the biologist chick, and like within ten minutes, you have an A plot, a B plot, and a C plot. And it's like this is, this is too much. Uh, original Predator, just an A plot. There's no B plot going around. Like, yeah, I guess there kind of is. The A plot is them going in to infiltrate this camp, and then B plot Predator shows up. But then B plot just takes up the rest of the movie. Like, yeah, a, a plot I, I gets feel like, yeah, I feel like you could say it's it's just a, a constant, like a nice linear storytelling. But yeah. Original, Where this this one has like yeah many many different original ones going predator on. you're just following around one group of people the entire mm-hmm. time you you never stray from that but uh, this new one it's like it's just all over the place because the kid the protagonist and the PTS or, and the biologist lady like they come together towards the end and, and for certain parts of the movies and then sometimes it's just two of them and the other ones have, it's like this is this is too much to you, you've complicated this too much structurally you have complicated this way too much and that's within the first 10 minutes that's before the movie goes off yeah, the rails yeah and they have to pay off all those story arcs too like all those different like characters and, and all those don't. different things <laughs> and they don't yeah with the kid especially I felt like 
uh, I wanted the kid to do more. Like he was able to read their their writing and their language and stuff because wow. of his, his magic autism. And, you know his, his Rain Man abilities. Like, take the kid to a casino once in a while. I'm gonna search the TV tropes uh, uh, website for magic autism. <laughs> it's See. out there. I'm certain of it. Um, well, Hollywood autism is. <laughs> I mean, I would have uh, less kids. I don't want any kids in the Predator movie. No um, kidding. But. Unless they they're did, getting killed. <laughs> they did set up that, okay, the kid's going to do so. At the beginning, the, the, the kid's in school, a fire alarm gets pulled, all the other kids run out, and a bunch of chessboard, like there's, but like he's in a room, like I don't know, like a chess club or something, and all these different chessboards get uh, knocked over by the bullies as they're running out, and the kid's kind of left behind for some reason, and then he walks around before leaving the high school, uh, and he puts all the chess pieces like back to exactly where they were, showing that he has some kind of like crazy memory or whatever. It's the autism Asperger's thing that they're setting up in the movie. Uh, and then you kind of get the idea that okay, this is some this is some metaphorical foreshadowing of something to come later. I don't like that there's a kid in this movie, but they set up that okay, he's gonna out strategize yeah, the predator. He'll be smarter than the predator. Yeah, yeah. It was a heavily it was a heavily implied setup. That doesn't Especially happen. with chess, because chess, chess is simulated war, right? So yeah. then he can he can foresee strat like, like movements way ahead. Yeah, like this kid makes a move and he's just like, whew. That doesn't happen at all. <laughs> doesn't happen one bit. Yep. I guess they set up that the kid's gonna he has some crazy memory thing going on, so he's gonna be able to decrypt the language or whatever. I guess they set up that, but they didn't need like a child to do that. That could have just been another character. I fully expected the kid to go into the ship at the end and take out this special. Uh, what 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 would you say that was? The red herring or something? Uh, if, if if he did what? Sorry. I, I expect him to go into the ship when the the super predator showed up and and go enable that secret that they kept like kind of alluding to. There would ha yeah, there would have to be some secret. They never really alluded to any crazy. The secret. super predator. It was the, it was the predator <laughs> killer. Can we talk about the lack of awesome one-liners in the new movie? <laughs> well, the, I mean, they they took some of the old one-liners yeah. and tried to shoehorn them. They made them really oh crappy, or, or they changed them. Yeah. So I mean, the most obvious one that everybody's going to recognize from Arnold is uh, "Get to the chopper." You're going to do, Dave. You got to yeah. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think the, he says it in a lot of movies though, because I've mm -hmm. seen YouTube compilations of him saying it a bunch of times, and I know he only really says it once in Predator. That line has also definitely been parodied a, bunch. a, lot. And, a million and, times and referenced in other movies. So I, it, was, it, was it wasn't that heavily implied in this, but yeah, it, the guy directly said it. Right. He literally says, yeah. "Get to the chopper," to but the he chopper. says it in the lamest. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, way completely ever. Like, I, lacking all energy. Yeah, yeah. it was get, get to, to the, the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> we're all like, oh, what? Well, the I already like. There was a previous uh, throwback reference that I just I rolled my eyes so hard. Whatever it's the one I'm thinking uh, of. There's one that made me cringe so hard. I I I was it angered me, and it was within first five minutes of the movie. Uh -huh. The chick, or prep five ten ish minutes. Uh, the biologist lady sees the predator for the first time. He's mm. lying uh, sedated on on the table, and she says, yeah. "You are one beautiful motherfucker." Like she's yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's awful. That's the one. Oh. You are one. Which is opposed to Ar Arnold. Arnold staring the predator in the face in the first one, saying, "You one ugly motherfucker." Well, yeah. Well, it's when he first takes off his mask, and it's the first time anyone sees the, the predator. audience or yeah. characters. And it's an awesome design. Like it's stuck around for thirty years. Totally. You know, like yeah. people have always remembered that design because he is really ugly. And they built up to it, too. It wasn't just the reveal of his face. It was that he's been wearing a mask the whole time. We've only... We start to see full portrait shots of him, but he still has the mask on. And they, like, they... 
like they could have gone through that movie without ever revealing his face, just a cool yeah. like alien mask, whatever. But then he takes it off, and it's and, he, and he's really yeah, it's an awesome design, but he's really disgusting looking, very alien looking. Like he doesn't really, he's got eyes and a mouth, I guess, but the mouth is so like he uh, does look like just a guy with a really deformed face and some fangs. <laughs> like you know, he doesn't look so not human, forehead. like not like the alien from Aliens. Like he looks still a bit more human humanoid like. Yeah, yes. Right? I, I mean, he's got the same body structure. Well, they have human thing, DNA guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we know that. But yeah, it, it, it earns that one-liner because yeah, he's, he's one really hideously ugly, ugly looking, and Arnold's like face to face with him. Not just like first, you know, ten, fifteen minutes of the movie, and they've already we've already seen the Predator for seven, like in full shot of him for seven minutes, and then saying you were like, yeah, it's just it's so unearned. So yeah, like, and, and this is a thing that they do in these like these remakes all the time is just always having to go back to the first one-liners like just come up with new ones come up with great ones no they can't yes, come up with new can. ones yeah. they don't understand how they work all the old writers to, that were doing we, that are dead we, we, have have to, we have to remind you that you're watching a sequel remember yeah. remember this well I mean they just have to remind you that they're such incompetent filmmakers that they mm. can't come up with anything good uh, so in the original one we have uh, Arnie was the obvious giant macho man uh, and then Jesse Ventura is the, is the next uh, obvious, humongous guy. Like the guy looks like Jay Leno times two with how big his chin is. <laughs> oh, like yeah. he's he's got that plus, huge chin with a, a huge butt. with a huge chin dimple in it. Like he looks like a cartoon character mm -hmm. with oh, how yeah. many jagged edges are on his face. He and is he, the stereotypical like army man, isn't he? He looks awesome. And one of the one of the characters later on, he he sees the he sees he looks at him. He goes, "Hey, uh, you're injured. You're mulling." And he goes, "Well, I don't. I ain't got time to mull." <laughs> and we said this movie was so masculine that two of the actors became governors. That's of course bleeding. Uh, yeah, and, and the third one tried. Yeah, yeah. Billy oh. tried to become governor. Arnie, governor of yeah. California. Uh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura becomes the governor of where is he? Colorado or something? Probably. I don't know. Minnesota. I actually don't know. I think it's, um, and then, uh, and then a, a third cast governor member of Minnesota. Minnesota. And then a third cast member, member tried to become governor, but he wasn't hulking enough, so of course he didn't make it. Yeah, he was Billy. He was um, Arnold. <laughs> you know, so he, so uh, Jesse Ventura just carries around. <laughs> to, he carries around a fully functioning helicopter minigun. Yeah. And, and the, the helicopter minigun shoots 6,000 rounds per minute. Uh, like, can you imagine even carrying 6,000 bullets yeah. on your body, like trying to yeah. do this? It has a huge battery that I think weighs like 100 pounds or something like that <laughs> on top of this minigun. Like, the, the, it is not, it's hardly, I don't even think they're used with turrets. Like, I don't think they're even used, you know, with a tripod turret. They, you know, the, they, the, they the, use them on helicopters. No. They, use them, and on they, uh, they weld them yeah, to a on helicopter. Like the back of a truck, too. Yeah. I've seen that on like military Yeah, they weld them too. to a vehicle. I, I think, yeah, and it's not they, the they one that. They had to weld it to Jesse Ben. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like the one in Rambo 4 where he's just like, you know, he's got the machine gun on the back of the car and he goes, do, 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 do. no, 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 this is one of those, yeah, just like it's, so it's fire, it's firing so fast, it looks like there's a million bullets coming out of it, but that's just the tracer bullets that are one in every 10 bullets, like, and then there's 10 times that many bullets yeah. being fired. So, in order to get, uh, to get this gun on him, first of all, they had to have the battery off screen while he was using it. And they do just use it with blanks as he's blowing away a yeah. bunch of like fictional Vietnamese people oh, or whatever. It's incredible. That, that, that guerrilla camp infiltration. Yeah. <laughs> just... I just realized, I think Arnold must have got jelly or like really 
they saw the manliness of it because he uses a minigun and in Terminator it's like 2. It's the exact same It's the same, gun it's the same gun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, it is... It has never before been seen in a movie like how manly it is to be carrying around this just. What's this, the biggest gun we can this get? This just you know stainless steel looking like just all this steel of, yeah. of this of this gun. It's just it just looks awesome. And he like there's especially in, in the in the village shootout, which is basically the only real big battle in in, in the original Predator. There's like yep. this alleyway full of guys, and it's just like a five foot wide alleyway, yep. and he just. Slowly walking down the alleyway with this it, thing, just firing all you out can fire. see is just like the bullet trails and them just <laughs> falling. It is so awesome. So I think they had to wind it down to twelve hundred bullets a minute so that it wouldn't knock him back. So so that he could actually <laughs> film with it. And of course they're shooting blanks, and then they have uh, and then they have the battery off screen. So that's and and they just have a wire running from it. So that's yeah, how they were able to half a minute it is the coolest thing ever and what is the what is the new predators have there's nothing even at well, all so cool that, about it that grenades whole, that awesome <laughs> that super awesome one of the greatest scenes in cinema history of them infiltrating the camp and just mowing these guys down yeah. it's a setup it's setting up like these are these characters they're these the are ultimate what they're, these are what they're capable like look at how easily they just like Arnold lifts up that truck and just like pushes it into camp and then it explodes yeah, he just lifts a truck yeah. off of its axles uh, they kill dozens of guys in like a, like just a single go with yeah no and like a couple of them quietly like stealthily take out the snipers beforehand and they're just throwing grenades and explosives and it's just like yeah yeah these five dudes just killed like a camp of a hundred people and they're unscathed none of them like none of them even got hurt the closest the closest closest it comes (laughs) is uh one of the one of the guys looks at uh uh it's hawkins the nerdy guy he looks at uh jesse ventura he looks at jesse ventura the the line i just butcher mold yeah the line that just got (laughs) mold mold right up yeah he's like you're bleeding i ain't got time to bleed and you never really see it (laughs) so it's just yeah it's just these guys that are just unscathed by just massacring hundreds of people but it sets it up you set up oh like these like the predator's going to be taking out these guys like and how are how are these guys going to get back at the predator and you're excited you're excited to see a movie with this cast taking be and something that could possibly take them down. So what the hell does the new cast have? You're not excited about any, like yeah, to see they're, uh, they're, they're lucky, Key, lucky like, and crazy. I want to see Keegan Key fight the Predator, <laughs> yeah. cracking wise like shit jokes or whatever. I don't know. No, uh, no, 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 so their no, decision no, no, making no, no. was like, how do we make this more interesting? It's let's make them all funny and let's make them all kind of crazy. It's That's a, it. The, 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 the elite of the elite snipers who can make some shots when there's no wind at all. <laughs> how well, <laughs> how, how could they have made this better? Like, what if they had got hulking, hulking heroes? Like, yes, that would one? have immediately made it better. Yeah. It would have made it a retread, which would have been better, but it still would have. Like I said, I don't touch a Predator sequel. Do you, do you just yeah, well, that's it. the thing. Some some sequels you just can't match the the first one. I I believe well, they could make a really good Predator movie. I just don't know how. No, here's here's this is this is. I'm, I'm going to call this the gremlin syndrome. If you're going to do a sequel that you shouldn't do, just go completely off the deep end with it. Turn mm. it into schlock. Gremlins did it. Robocop did it. Predator should have done it. I, the themes of Predator also just aren't... They, they're not wide enough to start telling a bunch of different stories. No, you don't want like an expanded universe of, yeah. of, 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 actually, a, of a single game. I don't want an expanded I, I universe of anything. That, that actually felt like what they were doing with this is trying to expand oh, the universe. Yes. And so that's why you get this this explanation of like um, their homeworld and all this other stuff. Mm. I, I felt that. And it's, I think it's, 
is it Disney telling it? Or no, it's the director well, who, it, who did one for Disney. Sorry, what was the director? The director did Iron Man 3 for Disney, right? Oh, was yeah. that Shane Black? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was. So ju- just, for cla- just for clarification, the director of this movie, this is where before they showed the cast photo, I thought there was maybe a little bit of hope for this new Predator movie because the, like, just when they announced the director that it was Shane Black, he's a competent writer and director. Like He wrote the first two Lethal Weapon movies. He also wrote uh, uh, The Last Action Hero, a movie you've, you've talked about. Yeah, he Did wrote he really? This guy wrote Last Action Hero? He wrote Hero? that, which was also directed by the guy who directed Predator. Wow. Um, that, that's a great movie, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it. We brought it in. Yeah, we, we've yeah. talked about it. It's so, awesome. Yeah. He also uh, wrote and directed a more recent movie called The Nice Guys, which, which was good. Oh. Great buddy cop movie. Super good. Great. So it's like I saw that. But he also did and, Iron Man 3, which was total trash. But he also was in the original Predator. As yeah. a, not as a writer, he was in it as a character. He was in it as Hawkins, the nerdy guy who makes pussy jokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, okay, this is a competent writer director. He's, you know, he's had some, some bad shit like Iron Man 3 and whatever. But. He knows what he's doing, and he has a connection. So maybe this is, I'm not going to say it's a passion project for him, but maybe there's a bit more passion because he has a connection to the original. He was there. He's heavily involved in the original. Yeah, he got I, killed by the Predator. I just like... And I, then the cast photo appeared as I go. An obvious point, story point that comes out here, then if it's supposed to be, the general thing is supposed to be elite humans being hunted. That's the theme of Predator, yes. right? Yeah. Um, if that's what it's supposed to be, you can't have people who are rejected from the army be your yeah. like elite people, like especially not these guys who are in a, a loony bin for good. Like they all do have PTSD. Like it's not like they're all wrongfully accused, like the main guy is. So immediately, like you have a problem because you really like in the original you have this this army group who's endorsed by the government, you know, as the best of the best. It kind of needs to stay that way, or or. Something like that, because like these guys, like these were not the elite humans well, that we have. Well, what's to different? Offer. What's different about this is like in the first one, just actually like the second one as well. The predator chooses who he's going to hunt. In this one, the the humans they just start hunting the predator. He doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah, the predator is not really hunting the humans at all. No, no, he's hunting. He's oh, tracking God. down the information, and and then hey, the super predators hunting I'm a, him. I'm a, <laughs> so hard. This is. I'm a predator of intel. This is back <laughs> to what we're talking about missing the point entirely. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Maybe you want to do a predator movie without hulking monsters, which I don't think he ever should. But uh, now it's like the. It's not really about the game hunt. Like that was what that was. Predator was yeah. the alien game hunting us. Well, that was Predator. Predators, which you I don't think you you said you no, haven't seen, right? I so seen. so that one he. Uh, I avoided it when I saw the S in the title. It's actually it is kind of <laughs> cool because they 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 bring like all these like really awesome fighters from Earth oh. and they they find themselves on an alien hunting planet that the that Predator basically owns. It's not a bad there. premise. No, it was actually pretty it's cool, but one. it's still it's still in line with the first two where this one wasn't at all. Well, this one This is like a, the AVP version. This one you, <laughs> AVP was better than this, but You Muller made I definitely think it was. You made an accurate reference uh, when we were watching the movie in theater that's like, "Oh no, are they going to start uh, midi chlorian oh, oh man! Yeah. So just for just for they reference, uh, Star Wars uh, in the prequels they explain that the Force was actually guided by little microscopic bacteria called midi chlorians. So there's so, a scientific explanation yeah, for the it's Force. completely ruining the fun and mystique of the Force. And in this one, like 
okay, they've they've already gone on to explain more than they should in the Predator sequels, but now they're full on they're full on contradicting, saying stuff like, oh, he, he the, the, the reason they collect their spines is because they need the genetic information because they're doing genetic. Yeah, it's okay. for science, not so, not like a tribal ritual thing yeah. that that balanced out the tech that I said you've, that made the movie work. Ruined the first character in the in like the, the original Predator. Now, if I consider this canon, which I don't, uh, you've ruined the original Predator because now it's like, oh, this was a scientific expedition so he could conduct yeah, genetic which totally all these like scientists disregards why he like honored Billy like <laughs> it disregards what made him an interesting monster yeah. it's it's completely maybe you can do that story where an alien's doing genetic experiments with us which I they kind of do it doesn't sound horrible good alien sequel um but that wasn't what made it fun. This is again, it's just, uh, this whole movie. Like if I if I summed it up in one line, what made what made this new one wrong is that it misses the point fundamentally of what made it interesting. It doesn't have to say, hit the same plot points, mm. but it misses f- the fundamentals of what made it interesting. Just for like some weird alien sci-fi jerk-off stuff about them doing DNA experiments. Like what? Uh, this isn't Predator. I think a lot of this like. It must have to do with our modern culture, alt- like as part of why oh, this isn't definitely. working. Like why it's like, oh well, we gotta have a bunch of girly men in charge, and like we gotta have an autistic kid in here. Oh, like, oh we, yeah. this, have- this we, can't, movie- we can't body shame people. Well, so they all yeah. get normal. I was just about to say, like this movie got diversityed really hard. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Everyone always bitches and moans about diversity in movies and diversity in the cast movies. Nobody ever praises the diversity of the cast in the original Predator. Yeah, you got an Austrian man in the lead. You have two black dudes you have two native american dudes and some brothers. who are like like i think so billy's this native incredibly Ameri- diverse cast like so, so billy's this native american character from the original so everybody's terrified of the predator and i mean he's terrified of it as well and they're all getting hunted in yeah. and out of all of them billy's the only one he stops when they're running and he says i'm gonna turn around and i'm gonna fight him because he knows he's, what's going on yeah he knows they're being hunted he knows they basically don't stand a chance but he doesn't he, want to be prey anymore yeah and yeah he's like i'm, I'm tired of running i am like i'm going to take my life into my own hands yeah and he's do a warrior a real warrior like i think that 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 scene does a lot like if that's if that's meant to represent some sort of like native american traditions or cultures like the way of thinking about the yeah. world like i yeah. think that does a great job of honoring far more it than also, some fucking dumb diversity hire of somebody who has uh, nothing to do with anything with yeah. the script mm. like that that's i think that's very meaningful for something that I guarantee is is like oh Pred this misogynistic yep. piece of like just these burly toxic masculinity yep. guys. It's like I don't yeah. know. I think it does like a probably a pretty good job of honoring these things way more than just hiring someone because of the color of their skin because they have to meet a quota. Yeah, which immediately puts suspicion on them because someone's like oh well it's not it's not because you earned it or because you had something to do with it it's, it's because of something irrelevant that you were yeah, born with yeah nothing to do with your culture yeah nothing to do with anything meaningful they also like Billy in this movie is a great example again he's like the Native American he's their tracker dude like he also doesn't like th- that you might hear that and say, think oh that you know it's kind of generalizing but he's it's not like he's out there like in like 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 cartoony Native American, yeah, like garb. smelling like, the he feels grass. Like a, he feels like a real guy. He's he's interacting with other, yeah. you know, like these other civilized soldier types. Like he's like he's very he, integrated he, into these different relationships, and, and but it's not re- like he brings he brings his culture. It's not like into well, it, like when they when they I'm sure when I I mean I was just born that year, so I don't have any memory of it. But I'm sure when they first released this movie, they're like, look, we got a Native American guy, we got a black mm-hmm. dude. What's like they just they just did it, and it's like the, yeah, these this new predator it feels 
feels like it's like yeah they were just hit trying to hit diversity quotas like we got to and none of them made uh, sense with the story or were impactful. No, because they didn't try to relate it to what made they, they, to what made the fundamentals great. Yeah, Predators. I think no did that better too because in Predators, uh, all the people they bring to this alien planet are like like there's one guy from the Ukraine, there's a psychopath, there's a samurai like Yakuza guy. <laughs> The Hughes guy is interesting because it's like a Billy scenario. He finds himself in like this grass, this open grass, and it's like really kind of dark and rainy. And he fights the predator with his samurai sword, like one on one. I mean, it sounds it sounds pretty, awesome. It's pretty epic. <laughs> I'm sure it sucks, but it sounds great. I, I don't know. I loved it. And, I'll and try. I'll Lawrence Fishburne it. was in there, and he was like this lone survivor trapped in like a, an old ship, and he wore the predator mask. Oh, that's cool. And and he's lost his mind. Right, and he like brings these guys in, and like, I don't well, know. It sounds it's like they had great. a concept in that one, as opposed to this movie, which has yeah. basically no concept. I think it's like, way better. They even build traps <laughs> like they did in the first. There, one. there was a point where I just leaned over to Andy three quarters, and I was like, "Is this even a movie like that we're watching right now? Like, what <laughs> they is meandered this?" Hard. Like I said, yeah. it got to the Predator dogs, and it was just like I gave up on it being a movie. Crazy things can we just constantly be introduced? I, I, I just felt like I was watching at some point, and I, I wasn't invested. I was like, "Okay, yeah, that was I'm just watching." Like that's, setup after setup or something. I don't know. I'm gonna start to name this too. That's what I'm gonna call the ready Ready Player One syndrome. Oh, where you're just nice. too many things are being thrown at you, too many mm. ideas, and you you're not interested in enough of them, or or yeah. many of them. You just don't you just you don't care at you, all. Yeah, you, you have to give and up then, at some point. So you're watching this thing, but you don't care. So your your brain is not retaining information. Mm, you shut off. Like yeah, you, so, even though you're watching, <laughs> it's just like you're you're not even a person. You're like a, a, yeah. a vessel. <laughs> you become an observer. Like, <laughs> ready, ready player. <laughs> One wasn't the first movie to do that, but it definitely is the the best like hallmark of yeah. that. I've never seen a movie that the syndrome you're talking about has yes. hit me so hard. The only than in other that one. experience that hit me that hard that was similar was when we watched all seven Saw movies. Oh yeah, but that was because like, well, I mean, those are terrible movies. But that was because I had watched five movies that were the plots were getting more interwoven, more <laughs> complicated as they're going. And by the fifth one, my brain just like broke for like ten minutes. Yeah, and and the fifth one was the worst one. Ready? So after yeah, it's called mental abuse. You just kind of, you give up after a while. Ready just player. accept it. That's what the Ready Player One syndrome. Ready is. Player One was just one movie, and yeah, it's it, it's the Ready Player One syndrome where you where your brain just it, it gives up. Dude, Ready Player One felt longer than three Saw movies. Oh, dude, it was rough. And it's, Saw, and I, Saw I never, was rough. I never made it through. I dude. couldn't. I couldn't. Oh yeah, because you didn't see it at the theater, right? You just watched it at home. I tried. I watched a lot, and I just. At some point, my brain shut off. I, I, I Honestly, I kind of expected you to like it and tell me that, that you liked oh, it. Yeah. Sometimes you say that. I think we're ruining you day by day here. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah. You've, you've liked lots of Your movies that we've toxic movie hated. opinions. My yeah. toxic, no, toxic I, I movie like, I like a good movie. Masculinity. <laughs> toxic movie masculinity. New lo- name of our podcast. Actually, pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Might be better than what we got. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I got to go back. 49 episodes. These are just a prequel for our new podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, design us a new logo. (laughs) New logo coming up. Ripped arm, crushing something. Crushing a woman. (laughs) Toxic movie. Holding a film (laughs) reel instead of just a film reel. We're so, so patriotic. Yeah, it's great. Um, So maybe you might be thinking, like, why? So wait, why are these predators in the new one doing human DNA experiments? Like, what interest do they have in humans? And why wasn't Neil deGrasse Tyson in this to explain it to me? Neil deGrasse (laughs) Tyson. Well, as it turns out, the humans are interested in our planet because uh, they know that 
there's a massive global warming problem on our planet that's increasing oh, the temperatures God, too I'm, much. I'm so happy they mentioned that because I much. almost forgot about and it. you got to set up the scene here. Sure, sure. An, an inconvenient predator. Uh, I don't even remember the scene. This is when I my, my, <laughs> this is when the Ready Player One syndrome hit me hard. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just remember them. They were talking about global warming and that that the, 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 the evil CIA guys, whatever the whatever government organization it was, they're talking about, yeah, the, the reason the predators are here, they know that... Uh, that with global warming, humans humans have what? Two generations left? One generation? <laughs> One generation till the all we're all dead? Oh, I'm watching this warming. thinking, oh my god, like this is the most alarmist global warming stuff ever. Yeah. I'm not one of those global warming denier guys, but I do think there is some hardcore sens sensationalism that does happen. Yeah. And this is some of the hardcore that we're all going to be dead in, in 20, what, years. Like 20 years <laughs> yeah. because of global what warming. What a fun movie. Yeah, like I do find that these movies, like these crappy movies, it was the same thing with the Happy Time Murders or whatever, yeah. where they just throw in some random, th some throwaway yeah. like. Well, it's a, it's insanity exposition, is what it is. Well, it's not a just an exposition; so it's a political thing. They just throw in some political thing, like hoping it'll yeah. grab. Because I meet people like this, and they're like, "Oh, I like that movie because they really ripped on global warming people, or you know, something like that, right? Mm, like, like they'll political. like it just like because this, it aligns with their opinion. Just because it's referenced, though, like they don't have anything to. Say Say about people will like it. They man. don't even say like there's no even like ham-fisted message about like ah oh, us humans have ruined this. They just say that global warming, we're all going to be dead in 20 to 40 years, and the predators like it because they like a hotter climate. So yeah. that's why they're so they want to replace us. This so, is insane. So let me tell there's you, there's not even a message there. It's just saying hey, global warming. Like, there's not even let to say about let it. Let me tell you something about why these guys are on to something when they throw things in here. Okay. So do you guys do you guys do you guys both see the movie Whiplash? Mm -hmm. do, you, do you remember Whiplash? The so, drumming movie. Uh, you fantastic know, movie. J.K. Simmons, absolutely fantastic movie. Uh, and the and Whiplash poses one one specific question, which is uh, is abusing someone into greatness worth it? Sure. Right. So uh, J.K. Simmons is a like kind of a band conductor or, or whatnot, yep. and he and he just kind Renowned. of he harasses his 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 musicians so hard, and he has the best he, band yeah, ever. Yeah, he tries attempt, to break in them. In an attempt to yeah. inspire inspire greatness through hardship. Yeah. So I mean, there's Intense there's a story there's a story in it of some kid killing himself because he like you know couldn't handle the pressure or something like which, that. Which happens in the military too. Like most military people come out like better. Yeah, to yeah, so it's it's a it's a very interesting movie. Uh, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating character study. It is a great question to pose. And then I was talking to a friend of mine. He goes, "Oh yeah, it was a cool. Actually, I hated that movie because at the end, uh, it seemed like he won. Oh. Like yeah, I don't like that the bad guy won." And like, cause, uh, because because uh, he ends up turning this kid it's into a really, really good drummer, but it's not, really not a bad guy. It's like it's not a black and white. Scenario. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. A, this is what this is what I'm saying though. People interpret stuff like this. Yeah, like it's this. I, I didn't like that movie. I was like, oh, what? Which part of it didn't you didn't like? Oh, I didn't like the ending because it seemed like he won. So I was like, so you enjoyed yourself for an hour and forty minutes, and then in the last five minutes, you you just threw away your entire opinion of the entire movie because you didn't like the ending from a message that you probably misinterpreted yeah. anyways because it's not actually that simple of an ending. A movie about like heavily about artistic in artistic inspiration like that's what the movie is about and it's like there's no black and white answer like there's no good and yeah, bad it's like it's about using suffering and yeah. pushing if, through to if somebody screams at you for like 10 years and makes you want to kill yourself but then you become the next buddy holly can you answer like very simply whether that was worth it or not i don't know 
Like, I don't know. Well, like, that's the point of the movie. I don't know. People, I, I'm that, sure I've referenced this in the past, but people have pissed and moaned, have, uh, si- since he died, pissed and moaned about uh, Stanley Kubrick and how he was notoriously hard on his actors. Like, yeah, it's like he could have gotten those performances, but limits. he just chose to scream at his actors yeah, for 100 but, and takes. And the way they talk about it, they talk about it, it's like, like, you're, like you're a worker in some fucking warehouse or something. It's like, well, that there should be labor things set up. And he treated, mistreated people. It's like, yeah, I guess. And I, I, mean, can't, I can't ethically say that it was right for him to be like screaming at Shelley Duvall who's the, the chicken, the shining. Uh, but you're talking about art, and it's it's a weird thing where it's like, it's not really You wouldn't have the, gotten the same performance really if ethics. not. Yeah, it's about him using uh, bold techniques and and, re- and and interactions with people, and you get this thing out. It's a piece of art, and peop- some people know what they're getting into, and some people don't, and then they get that reaction from them either mm-hmm. knowing or not knowing. It's a weird, almost ethereal thing. I just want to like, You can't, like, well, I can't treat it like labor laws. Does somehow? Uh, oh, <laughs> well, no, so, we kind of got off on a tangent. No, no, no. It, it wasn't a. It was a good tangent. But we were just talking about how they threw in that global warming thing, and I was mm-hmm. making the point that like people are pretty dumb. They'll just like them. Be like, oh well, good. That aligns with my opinion, like mm-hmm. my my preconceived yeah. beliefs. So like now I like this, even though it was a crappy movie. Or mm-hmm. in the case of Whiplash, it's like even though it's an amazing movie that I enjoyed every second of. Oh, it had a message I didn't like at the end. I don't like the whole movie now. Yeah. But yeah. So but with this new one, with the Predator and the global warming thing, that I'm sure you're right. Some people will say stuff like that, but that is baffling to me because there's no real message. They just literally they basically just say global warming. Like, that's the script. That's what it says in the script. And then the character says, global warming. Just so they could have global warming. It had nothing to do with anything. It doesn't have any say. It didn't show up later. It is very interesting because in the first Predator, I mean, it very much is like that whiplash thing where, like, you have these hunters challenging themselves. Arnie has to overcome his, whatever he is, like, his humanity to, like, become better. Yeah, that's not the same thing, but uh, it's no, cool. not 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 really. But I mean, he's in an, a, an intense scenario. He's being forced to do it or die. Yeah, yeah, you know it, was, I mean? it was. It was. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, this, this, this <laughs> is the point in the movie where I'm sitting there in the theater thinking, oh, oh, good. They're introducing global warming into the origin stories mm-hmm. of the Predator. Also, what a <laughs> what? fucking dated social issue to like be bringing in. Global warming? Yeah. Like, Only insanely radical people have a problem with this. I understand that it's more mainstream now with Trump and like yeah. legislating more oil and stuff or whatever, but it's like most people still don't. We need more current also, issues these in these movies. Fucking yeah. like Hollywood production things. Like, yeah, I'm sure putting on this huge two-hour jerk-off movie and all the expenses and fucking energy you're burning to get this movie on a the- like projected on a theater and shit. Like, global warming's a big problem, guys. You should all feel bad about what you're doing. <laughs> Don't mind me just burning all this gasoline for the Stop turning on your lights, movie. you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like complete indulgence in, in this thing that they're creating. They're, they're going to wag their fucking finger at people driving cars. Or so they're whatever. like just trying to Fuck touch, off. they're trying to touch people's like feelings and get them emotionally invested. And so the way to do that is just to point out something that is, is like to grab scary. their political opinions because yeah. everything is so like, it's, it's so, the world's uh, falling apart. It's so polarized now that you just have Better to movie, mention right? that you agree with somebody and, and now that they can be morally on your side and just give you a bunch of extra brownie points. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know if I, I don't know if I agree with this idea of like, it's like, well, you guys are using all this energy to make this documentary, uh, whatever, whatever the Al Gore one was called. Uh, no, but the, you know, an inconvenient an, 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 Al Gore, you're using electricity to make that documentary. Like what? You're such a no, hypocrite. No, no, like, well, is, you have to make it this somehow. This is my point. Like, 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 like with that, with, with whatever 
whatever, whatever documentaries about global warming that may be out there, like at least they're making a point or they're trying to convey a message. And this new predator, they're not conveying any message other than saying global warming and that's it. Well, they're saying that the aliens will want to kill us all if we don't take care of our planet. Well, are they also saying... (laughs) Maybe. Are they they also saying genetically modifying things is bad? Because we don't like GMOs now, right? Yeah, but even they, though everything we eat and consume yeah. has been genetically well, it modified. So it's like, like it the, is their like target the, audience like all of us soft-minded people? But it's, like the, it seemed like the genetically modifying things made the predators way stronger because that yeah. big predator just tore the normal predator's head off because he was genetically modified. Yeah. No so, kidding. Yeah, I don't know who this is targeted for. They just, I guess they also just threw in a few social issues. Or it's like just, I, I almost think it's just... Oh, an attempt to make their script sound smarter, like, see, we're tackling the big issues. But it's mm. like, you really didn't. You just referenced one of the big issues. You didn't they don't do anything to, to tackle hard, it. They didn't yeah. even really reference the issue. They referenced keywords that were associated with saying. the issue. <laughs> like, like, it's not like they mentioned what global warming was or, like, any part of the issue. Nothing. Nonetheless, like, putting forth there. an opinion. But they just said the words global warming. <laughs> I think it could have sounded the test of time if it was a much simpler story. Well, yeah, yeah that's, guess, that's, that's you can learn that from the original Predator. It also, like, at that point, too, was this, like, more off-the-railsness when, like, so there's a bigger batterer Predator, and then a bigger batterer. He, get, he finally gets back into his ship, which was captive by the government, and they're like, oh, no, he's he's hacking into the translator. And oh then the God. Predator, oh starts, God. The predator starts talking to, to the audience in this. English. My I, mind I did not blown. want to listen to it. <laughs> as soon as I happening. said translator, I was yeah. like, oh, no. My mind <laughs> blotted this memory out entirely. Why would I want to know what the Predator is saying in English letters? And also, it turns out he's not saying anything interesting. He just is saying, like, oh, we killed him. Uh, we're on to the next target. We're tracking the cargo. Yeah. Why did you need to translate yeah. that into English? I, I always felt like the predator speaking to humans is like just Terrible beneath him. Idea. He only did it to Arnold because he respected Arnold. <laughs> yeah, he no, he's just talking to any like Tom, Dick, or Harry like who's walking by. He's, uh, listen to my message. I'm the predator. I, I just well, want you to know what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's more of them disregarding the uh, the big game hunter thing, and they're actually here to take over. Over Earth because they need it or whatever. Because that's very interesting story about aliens. I've never been told before aliens taking over the Earth. Because what he says, it was (laughs) something like, I'm going to give you all a head start. We're going to take out all of you. So-and-so, whatever the name of the the scrawny, the the waiter protagonist is, uh, he will be your leader and I will kill him last. He says something like that. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Fucking Christ. Yeah, it's just... Again, back to completely. It, may, it did make me hate a that predator fundamental more. misunderstanding. <laughs> of, I was like, this of, predator is a self, self, uh, self-indulgent, self-indulgent yeah. ass. <laughs> I guess I don't like him more. I, sorry, God. Looks like part, part of the first one. What was interesting is that they were all terrified of this thing that they didn't even know. They didn't know what was hunting them, but they were all terrified. But now, the, in this new one, the predator is literally using an English translator to <laughs> tell us exactly what he's going to do and why he's going to do it. And it's like you've there's no no mystique to be sound to be found around the predator anymore. Yeah. You just sucked all the life out it, of it. It made it really dumb really quick. Uh, and that's like this is I, I would again I would love to hear like a child break down this plot and they would just be like and then there were predator dogs with the predator vase, and then <laughs> the predator said that 
And, and they're going to take our planet after global warming and we're all dead. And, and the then kid the kid went trick or treating. And, the, and then the predator gets a translator and he says, "I'm gonna get you." And and then the predator runs out and everyone's shooting him and he catches fire. And then he gets away on his spaceship, but but they jump on the spaceship. But then he gets a force field. But then they get inside the force field. But then so it chops some of them in half. And then I'm not making this. Isn't just random jargon, by the way. This is what happens in the movie. And it's just this. Yeah, everyone should look up there's there's a, a little parody video i think it was the onion or something they did a parody video of like a video of the writer of the fast and furious movies ta- oh, talking God. about talking about like <laughs> his, his inspiration and it's like a four-year-old child talking about it it's like the cars go fast <laughs> <Yeah>. that's what <laughs> he's this- got like a drawing oh this is some concept art it's just like a child's crayon drawing of a car <laughs> that's what this movie's really started to feel like at this point it was just constant like random wackiness like random over-the-top wackiness uh, just, just, just brilliant. Insanity. Are you drawing a predator right now, Dave? I am. It's looking pretty awesome. We better put that up on the episode oh post. <laughs> that's a, that's an awesome drawing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've only got one quote that I want to go through. So, and you got anything else? <laughs> well, I have a closing thought. Do we want? Yeah, yeah. We got. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. Any? We're an hour forty um, here, so. The, I just want to point like the original Predator, is. I called it a perfect movie at the beginning of this podcast and probably a couple times throughout. Um, it's not just like this manly man, like testosterone-fueled action romp. That would be great. Nothing wrong with well, that. Well, it is that. It is that, but it's not just that. The more times I watch Predator, the original Predator, the more times I realize how smart this script is, how well-written, and it's, it's what I'm calling a perfectly symmetrical script in that they just do these awesome things at the beginning that get worked into the story to the end and completely, like, they flip it. And mm-hmm. Like, for, ex- for example, uh, there's a scene early on and where Jesse Ventura, he gets killed by the Predator. His buddy Mac picks up his gun because he kind of sees his, his glowing eyes from the Predator and starts shooting wildly into the forest because he's kind of invisible. So he doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's shooting at. He's scared. So he's just shooting wildly out to it. All the other guys run up and for like a full minute are just wildly shooting their guns into the forest. One of the greatest scenes, again, in cinematic history. It's pretty awesome. Uh, there's a great scene later in the movie. Arnold starts hunting the Predator and he does the same thing. The Predator uh, doesn't know where he is. Uh, Arnold shoots an explosive uh, arrow or spear or whatever at him. He, get, he takes a blow that he didn't see coming. He got out-hunted by, by Arnold, and he doesn't know exactly where he is, so he starts shooting wildly into the forest. It's a direct so parallel to the beginning. Uh, at, at the beginning of the movie, the, the, the Predator is hunting them with an invisible cloak. They can't quite see him. They can kind of see his silhouette sometimes, and, and that's it. Uh, and then at the end, uh, the well, pred- Arnie, the, Arnie's invisible cloak pre- is mud. Yeah, the yeah. predator, his his cloaking device gets short circuited by having to swim through the water. But then Arnold realizes he can't see him because he's covered in mud. Because now he can't see the, his thermal heating, whatever. So that's when he starts hunting him, and the predator can't see him. Uh, fucking brilliant! And then just like a nice little visual parallel, the opening and closing shots of Arnold are the exact same, but mm-hmm. with a different tone. Which we talked about earlier, me and Muller going, yeah, to see an Arnold with his big aviator glasses. He flies in on this helicopter from the coast. got his head tilted back, just chilling. Just like, just a cool dude in the mm-hmm. back of the helicopter. Cool as a fucking cucumber about to go in and massacre <laughs> this gorilla camp. <laughs> and then at the end, he's flying away in a helicopter. He's in the same position. He doesn't have his glasses or the stogie, but he's got his head tilted back. It's like the exact just same shot. Shook. Completely different tone. He's a different person by the end, but he's in the same spot. 
spot. It's just there's lots of examples of this throughout you know, the yeah, movie. I noticed the helicopter flying in, yeah. and then at the end, the helicopter flying away, and it's like it is the same shot. It's it, it's like it's this movie reversed. has perfect symmetry, and the more I great. watch it, the more stuff like that I notice. And it's an incredibly smart movie. It's not just an awesome uh, toxic male masculinity movie. It's also this incredibly smart, well-written script. Yeah, it's and, about humanity. I think at the end, I mean, <laughs> you know, just really deep Our and tale. great. <laughs> well, not the new Predator. That's not definitely not no. about humanity. That's it's about, about the lower parts of humanity. It's, it's about a bunch of science gobbledygook bullshit garbage. Well, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think to close her off here, at the beginning of Predator, uh, right, Artie shows up, he does that amazing hand slap with uh, Carl Weathers. Dylan, you son of a mull. Everyone knows it, and if they don't, uh, even though we're almost at the end of this podcast, shut it off and go watch <laughs> Predator so you know that or scene. Or at least just know. look for that, that one scene. No, you gotta, it's, it's just a great excuse it, to it, watch it, the whole thing. It's so awesome. So, he, so he's got his crew, and then they go to fly to the village to take it out. And they're sitting there in the helicopter listening to jazz music. Jesse Ventura's... Your first real introduction to everyone. So yeah, everybody's there. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of showing you all the characters. Jesse Ventura takes probably a full apple-sized handful <laughs> of chewing tobacco <laughs> and stuffs it in his mouth. It's so it's like so chewing, gross. chewing tobacco is disgusting. I've never I've never had any of it myself, but I've been around people who are have chewing tobacco and it's just gross. There's constantly constantly spitting brown like black. It does not taste good. Spit into a cup. It's just gross. But my understanding of chewing tobacco is you take like a tiny little like pea-sized sliver and put it like under your gums. And Jesse Ventura, just a handful, like this massive, like baseball-sized glob, just jams it out. <laughs> As if it's normal too. Like yeah. it doesn't look like he's trying. Like that's what he thinks is the right yeah, amount. Yeah, it's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not just, presented as a joke at all. It's so much chewing. Well, <laughs> the contrast is Nicorette, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, come, and come in the back. new one instead of yeah. So. Um, yeah, and then in the new one, inst- instead of uh, chewing tobacco, the guy's chewing Nicorette gum. What a by the hand. You know what? What a perfect Hats metaphor. Hats off to them. What a what a perfect like parallel. <laughs> <laughs> just just to show you exactly what the new predator is to yeah, the old one. Yeah, one guy's jamming. It, it, it's a, the Nicorette. Too. It's the Nicorette of predators. <laughs> um, so so Jesse Ventura is going around to the guys, hey, you want some chewing tobacco? You know, I got a big mouthful. And then, no, I don't want any chewing tobacco because that's disgusting. Everyone's just, just shoo-shooing it By away. 87, so everybody has already knows that this is a dated thing to be doing. It's like, such it's, gross. Yeah, what are you, like 90 years old that you're using chewing? What are you, from the Wild <laughs> West that you're chewing chewing tobacco? Like, like, and this is 87, they're already thinking this way. Yeah. And everybody rejects him. And then Jesse Ventura just goes, we got a bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus just like me. Just like me. Just like me. Just like me. Yeah, it's funny. I was gonna... It's the greatest line in the movie. Like, everybody quotes things like, I ain't ain't got time to bleed, or if it bleeds, we can kill it. But no, the best line is, you got a bunch of slack-jawed faggots around Slack-jawed. Slack-jawed faggots. It's funny. I was, for the intro of this episode... For the intro of this episode, I was considering using that as a tagline, but then I thought, no, I'm going to wait till at least a little bit to drop 
the fag bomb in this. <laughs> not, on a, not on the intro. If someone's sifting through my Facebook, they might say, hey, what's this? And then, oh, my God, he's a terrible human being. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, we'll do it like a, at least a half an hour in. Well, if you remember, you've redefined faggot to people who sit down that's when they true. pee. He was so just talking about he was disgusted by how many people around him sit down to pee. That is exactly to, what he's anyone, talking about. You know what? He, is, he is right. <laughs> in, in a it's he, a, he is right. Anyone who's rejecting chewing tobacco is definitely not standing up to pee. Anyone who sits down to pee definitely doesn't want chewing tobacco. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, I've redefined the word. I, you know, you know, homosexuals—they don't—they don't deserve the hatred that comes along with such a heavy word, faggot. Mm. It should be redirected toward people who sit down to pee. <laughs> I, I'm that's, okay with that. That's who it's for now. Men that sit down to pee. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Women are all fags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you guys later. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. So long, losers. Peace out, eh?